Hello, thank you for being here. Welcome to Mangaki no Sukai's first ever episode of Dragon Buds. I'm your host, Jesse, and today I am dragging my buds through one of my favorites, Dragon Ball. Today I am joined, as always, by Adam of the Wolf Fang Gale. Adam, how are you today? <laughs> I'm good. What's up, everybody? And I'm also joined by the world's most comfortable pair of panties, Evan. How are you, buddy? Hey, guys. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so, well, hey, what's real, up, Ev? Real quick, uh, it's Wolfang Gale? Is that what that right. translates to? I thought it was yes. Wolfang Fist. Fist of the Wolfang Gale. Oh. Right. Right. <laughs> yep. And thanks for being here, everybody. We'll see you next week. No. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> So uh, today we're going to be going over chapters 1 to 23. It's the first arc, the Hunt for the Dragon Balls arc. Chapter 1 came out November 20th, 1984, guys. So nine years before we were born. And I really like the fact that it's so old. It adds a nice charm to it, you know. Um, Toriyama was 29 when this came out. And he had done Dr. Slump from February of 1980 to September of 84. So about four and a half years. He was already fucking rich, boys, by the time Dr. Slump was over. Okay. Was it really uh, that popular? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hmm. I, I believe one of the richest men in Japan. I'm not even kidding. So, wow. Um, so, Damn. What he, the fuck he, are we really, doing? he really did this just because uh, he wanted to get going. You know what I mean? He, wa- he wanted to keep going as, a, uh, as an author, as, an, as a true artist. Um, so since we're all pretty familiar with Dragon Ball, it's an old series that we grew up with and everything, I thought it would be fun to do a ranking of our arcs before we started reading. And then at the end of the you know whole series, we will redo those lists and see how our tastes change. Because I know that you guys haven't even read the manga before. Um, Adam's read a little bit. I've only read the manga... Uh, twice, some, t- some parts only once, really. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I think my list will even change as well. Um, so I've got everybody's list here. Mm. My, my, my list controversial a little bit. Tell me what you think of this, Ev. This is from best to worst. Demon King Piccolo. 23rd Tenkaichi. Saiyan Arc. 22nd Tenkaichi. Red Ribbon Army. Boo, Frieza, 21st Tenkaichi, Cell, and then the Hunt for the Dragon Ball arc. Adam, you have anything to say about that? Yeah. You suck. What do you got to say about that? <laughs> I don't, you I suck. Don't... You know something? You suck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we talk about this. I don't agree where you have the Cell saga, and I understand your gripes with it, but, uh, you know, I think the Cell saga is for people that probably grew up with dragon ball like us i think a lot of people will tell you cell saga is their favorite arc well that is how yeah. i felt for sure uh, uh like just thinking of dragon ball z from growing up just like you're saying i always thought that cell was was the best um right. i mean but it had the most action change a little bit you, you know, know so. gohan was actually cool in the cell arc mm, mm. but gohan put- uh, gohan may be the andy bernard of uh Yo, literally, good lord, what a good, yeah, what a good analogy. 
<laughs> or Jeez, Jesse, you're on the wrong podcast right now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are on the wrong podcast. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Jesse's actually recording this as an Office Balls Z episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> But dude, I have, put, I have my put, other headset on, on top of my, this <laughs> headphone. But you put the Boo Saga above the Cell Saga? Yeah, also and that. A, yeah. And above the Frieza Saga. Yeah, that's also crazy. How yeah. about that? How about that? I don't, I, so, I don't find that as crazy, but I don't know. The Boo Saga is just like, it's a good saga. I feel like the Boo Saga is just more of like, a, this one's for the fans, kind of. We're just going to... F- give everyone crazy power-ups the entire time. This is going to be fun. Mm, I agree. Well, let's get real nerdy for a minute. Uh, Toriyama's editor had changed right before the the Boo arc, and he he pretty much let him do whatever he wanted. And so you start to think that maybe if his two other editors weren't so like strict about things, maybe the series would have been more wacky the whole time because that's the thing about the boo arc it feels like early dragon ball mixed with later dragon ball and that's kind of the thing i like about it um however i will say this year i've watched uh, i've been going pretty slowly through the anime and i've watched the frieza arc the cell arc and now i'm on the boo arc and the anime just slogs everything down so much that it it kind of sours the taste a little bit so maybe that's also in the back of my mind when when doing this list Hmm. Um, so we'll see how, how it is when I get through the boo arc. And, uh, also I, I'll say too, it was fun since I've recently gone through all those arcs. It was fun to go back and read this first arc, even though it is at the bottom of, I think all of our fucking lists. Yeah. This is my least favorite arc for sure. It's just, what? I said to you before, it's, I just find it a bit boring. Well, what'd you think, Evan? Overall thoughts? I mean, I thought it was pretty funny. It was this arc particularly, uh, was pretty funny. I had yeah, a lot fun. Of good time fun. reading it. I think at the bottom of my list was the red ribbon stuff, though. Yeah. So, so Evan, your wasn't... list, your list is a little shorter because you were just like, "Hey, you know, I don't really know. I don't really remember like all this early stuff. I've never really watched or read it." So your list goes uh, the Saiyan arc or the Cyan arc. I just want to say Cyan. That is the correct pronunciation. Twenty first tournament: Frieza, Cell, Boo, Red Ribbon. So um, that's it. I'm excited for you to read the Red Ribbon arc. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, then, I mean, all I remember from that uh, from childhood is just like all this shit happening in the Red Ribbon arc, and just just wanted it to be over. You know, mm-hmm. like I just like they had like every episode was like a different Red Ribbon guy, and I also remember they had like a racist caricature of a of a of a black guy in that. Yeah, you mean Mister Black? <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he certainly has the big lips, as most of these fucking black characters, unfortunately, do. Uh, you know, we'll be the first to say here at Mangaki no Sukai, racism is bad. Uh, for real. It's for not real. a, it's not not a good thing. Around. Um, we were talking a little bit on, on the po- uh, before the podcast about, uh, you know, racism in Japan. This is from the 80s, which isn't that long ago, don't get me wrong, but I think certainly we've come a long way, especially in America. But on top of that, a lot of Japan's depiction comes from American depictions from the uh, 40s or even before that and stuff. And early Disney cartoons, which heavily influenced Toriyama specifically. So, you know, there's all that. Um, well, even our namesake, the Gaki no Sukai guys. Um, oh, right. Oh, God. They, they had an episode for their New Year special where it was like, a, oh, this is the cop episode. And... 
they all dress up as cops, but the one gets dressed up as uh, Eddie, Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy from Beverly Hills Cop, and he comes out in full blackface. And it's like, yeah. what? And you know what's <laughs> yeah. weird? I was listening to the radio a few days ago, and they were actually talking about racism in Japan, and they brought that up. I was like, oh, wow. Wow. oh wow, look at that. Look at that. Thank yeah. you, NPR. Yeah, I mean, he didn't quite look like um, Mr. Popo, but he was certainly in blackface. Does, yeah, does, you know, does Mr. Popo get a pass for being not a human? Or we can certainly talk about this when we get to Mr. Popo. Okay, because <laughs> like well, and, I agree that I'll... Mr. Popo is a bit racy. Yeah. Oh see, no, sure. Absolutely. My thing is, my thing is like, um, if we were talking about Jinx from Pokemon, oh god, <laughs> yeah, I get that. I don't think that was intended to be like that, but Mister Popo is definitely on like a different, yeah, different level of for sure. Uh, so, for sure. Um, the thing about Mister Popo too, and I really don't want to have to defend these racist <laughs> depictions of things, but. Think about Mr. Popo and also uh, Mr. Black or Agent Black from the Red Ribbon Army. Like those characters, like they do have the big lips and all. Especially, we all know what Mr. Fucking Popo looks like. But they're not like scum of the earth characters. You know what I mean? And like, like Mr. Popo is is God's right hand man, and he's incredibly powerful and wise, and he's not fucking God's slave. I don't want to hear that from anyone, right? He's We're not going to say man. it. You're the one that said it, dude. <laughs> and uh, and um, the same thing with Mr. Black. Like, he overthrows the Red Ribbon Army and, and fucking Whoa! takes over. I mean, spoiler alert, guys. Yeah, spoiler, Whoa! Spoiler, dude. taking over. No. <laughs> um, oh, <my> God. <laughs> Jesse, but, all right. All right. <laughs> I kid. I kid. We all, we all know what we're saying. Anyway, goddamn Adam's list. I don't think we got to this yet. Nope. Sells at the top, saying 21st tournament, 23rd tournament, Frieza, 22nd tournament, King Piccolo, Boo, Red Ribbon, Hunt for the Dragon Balls. Yes, Very good. sir. These are fun lists. Yeah. Uh, Adam, not a bad list at all. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I feel Santa. like I feel like you're about to say you don't like my list now because you just said that, you know. Listen, listen, don't get me wrong. It's not that no bad of a list, but kind of fucking horrible. No offense, but um, <laughs> hey, this is an interesting list, but it's also shitty. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, interesting. Yeah, uh, the last time I read Dragon Ball, I stopped in the Red Ribbon Army, not for any particular reason. Uh. I actually okay. don't really know why I stopped. I think I started reading something else because I do that with manga. I have a really bad commitment issues with video games, movies, TV series, and manga. So I know you don't like to beat video games. I do not. I literally beat the last dungeon of Persona 4, and I have like another month or two left in the game to play, and I haven't picked it up in like over a week. Hey, real quick. In, oh, in Persona 4. Yeah, yeah Persona 4. Yeah, I beat the last oh, dungeon. Okay. Like, I technically beat the game, but there's more, like, social stuff I can do at the end of the game. And there's, like, a secret dungeon I can do that I haven't done. But, like, in my eyes, I beat the game, and now I don't want to play it anymore. But, like, I should just go fucking finish that so I can play the next Persona game. Right. Well, the reason you want to 
do all the social stuff at the end of that is for New Game Plus, I believe. Yeah, that's how it was for Persona Five. At yeah, least. yeah, that's and I would like to play through Persona Four New Game Plus, but uh, again, I'm just you know commitment issues. So anyway, uh, hey, no, wait, no, not anyway. Now that you've beaten it, do you think it's better than Persona Five? Uh, I think it's one of my favorite games of all time. Like, definitely one of my favorite RPGs of all time, and. I think Persona 5 just has more uh, quality of life stuff in it. Mm, mm-hmm. But I think I like Persona 4 better. Hmm. Well, did but you I... even ever beat Persona 5? No, I got like 90 hours in and my PlayStation 4 shit itself. Mm. That's a long time, though. That's a really long time. I don't yeah. know how much more of the game I actually had, though. Do you remember where you left off? I definitely beat... Uh, the last dungeon I did... I did the Pyramid, I did the Big Bang Burger Dungeon. I don't know which one was after which one. Oh, bro, you still have, like, good, like, <laughs> yeah. 40% of that game left. Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> I mean, I know what happens. I know how it ends. I know who the bad guy is, if that makes it any better. I don't think it does. It kind of makes it worse for me, since I know who the <laughs> bad guy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to say for the Red Ribbon Army, since we're like, I'm derailing this whole conversation. Uh, the Red Ribbon Army is at the bottom of my list, but there is actually one part in the Red Ribbon Army that I really liked, and it's when uh, Goku is going through, I think it's, is it Mr. White who has the tower? Oh, uh, right, yep. Commander uh, White, I yeah, think his name is. Yeah, Commander White. Sorry, I'm thinking like Reservoir Dogs. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> no. Well, different different translations call them like different things too, like Agent Commander, Mister. Gotcha. Yeah, I liked that part of it. That was cool. But I, I'm a sucker yeah, must- for like, uh, it's like it's kind of like a tournament, semi-tournament thing in my mind, where like every floor had a new fighter for him to fight. You know. Yeah, it's almost like um, something in One Piece a little bit. But One Piece is like way more extravagant and way better. You know what I'm talking about? You know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah, and it's much better in One Piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's actually another thing like that in Dragon Ball too. So. Well, yeah, there thanks, is. One thanks of the... Toriyama for not fucking uh, coming up with anything original. <laughs> ripping your ripping your own self off. Actually, I'll say this: I don't really know too much about Doctor Slump. I read like 30 chapters uh, recently. I've known about it like since middle school or whatever. Like since since I started like researching a lot about dragon ball yada yada but um i know that he took a lot of ideas from dr slump and put them in dragon ball too like um there's tournaments in dr slump there's cyborgs like numbered cyborgs in dr slump Hmm. there's a majin at the end of dr slump like all that shit so (laughs) kind of interesting there hey jesse Um, when you get a chance after this you should youtube android zero okay and then watch (laughs) some of that okay is it cool or like is it dumb? It's not manga or anime, but it's really cool. Okay, nice. Hmm. He's nice. a he's a Captain Falcon player for Super Smash Bros. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he's sick. Cool. He, he's so sick. You gotta watch it. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> that knee though. So um, so let's get going here a little bit. I want to say first of all that uh, my two friends here know that I like to say first of all a lot and kind of backtrack a lot. So first Beyond of all, he also, he also can't whistle. No, I can whistle. Yeah. Well, fucking now that I've said that. <laughs> do it. Let's see. No. 
Uh, just for the record, whistling never okay. sounds good over a microphone either, so. Yeah, it sounded good on my end. I don't know what you guys no, I want to say, um, you know, obviously everybody can probably tell already. We're just going to be goofing around a lot. We're going to be taking this as kind of our own opinions, just going through the story, you know, talking about it. If you guys listening or even you two really want to dig into Dragon Ball, some really great content online, I got to give a shout out to Konzenshu, Mr. Fusion, and Geekdom 101. I will probably reference them from time to time. Uh, if I'm getting like really nerdy about something, Konzenshu is basically the the written word on what Dragon Ball is, like translating from Japanese to English and uh, news and history and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, anyway, so so uh, let me ask you guys this. Let's get let's get into a chapter one. How nerdy do you guys want me to get about this cover page? Fifty percent nerdy or a hundred percent nerdy? Go all in, baby. Yeah, you can go off. all. All right. Wait, wait. Okay, now, so now by the cover page, you mean the the red one with the car and Goku and. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you're talking about this. Not that you so... can see what I'm saying, but no, nope, that's I'm the sh- one. I'm, okay, I'm showing it to the people. So, if you guys notice, this artwork is pretty different, right? Did you guys like think about that at yeah, all? Yeah, I think it looks like GT Goku, but go on. Okay, interesting, yeah. So this is from the Kanzenban release, which means like the perfect edition release that came out in 2002. And it shortened the 42 volumes of the Tonko Bone into 34 volumes. And there's actually like an extended ending um, in the last chapter. But, um, so these are redrawn covers from 2002. What do you guys think about Toriyama's 2002 art? What if the what if the comic looked like that the whole time? Um, I kind of prefer his older stuff, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think just because Dragon Ball is so comedy heavy, the older stuff works better for that. I mean, I think this looks nice, but uh, it looks like GT as, Goku. It's not as nice as page <laughs> five of this right here. You know, where you're talking to the monkeys, rolling on the log, you know? Oh yeah, dude. I'm glad. I'm glad you like that. I wrote down page one of the, uh, which is page five here. But yeah, page one right. of the chapters is beautiful. I love this page. Yeah, it's a really nice page. Yeah. Um, as much as hey, I... you you didn't let me go 100 percent nerd on the cover yet. Okay. Oh, you you can keep going. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was just saying. I prefer that style. That was only 50 percent nerd. Uh, this is 100. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um. So if you see here, Dragon Ball at the top, it's written in one word with a lowercase b. Uh-huh. And then in Katakana above that, it's also written in one word. And uh, in Katakana, it's always written in one word like that. But in the title pages, like if you look on page six, it's split into two words. And it's actually two words all the time. And even on the original like volumes, it's written as two words. Hmm. But on the Kanzenban release... It has turned into one word. And, and like in the why. text, in the text, it's also one word. Like right. when it's in like speech bubbles. Uh-huh. Any so, particular reason why? Do you, do you know why? Just because no? fuck us, you know? Just because we don't deserve consistency as oh, okay. Dragon Ball fans. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, this no, is what I get we, that. This is what we deal with, okay? Mm. <laughs> no, so let's let's actually get into it, guys. Like I said, page one is beautiful. Love this stuff. Goku saying good morning to his buddies. Hey, when, you, we, when you refer to pages, please use manga decks. Oh, yeah. I'm, for me. Um, I, w- I will from here on out. I only wrote it as page one because that's page one. Sorry about that. That's okay. You know, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, I'm going to show whatever page you say, nope. and I don't want to show Definitely. the wrong page, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. This is very so, uh, traditional, like, art style, you know, like the background and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really it's like, like watercolored. Yeah. I mean, he kind of went out of the lines there with the leaves. I have to take some points off for that, but. Ah, dude, that's just <laughs> abstract, bro. <laughs> um, also, the title page, which is page six, is a pretty iconic of, of uh, Goku and, and Bulma there on the bike. Her name's Burma. Buduma, yeah, Buduma, yeah, Buduma. Yeah, it means briefs. (laughs) No, (laughs) it means trunks. (laughs) No, the thing that I don't, I don't really call them like Buduma or uh, like Kudadin, really. Ah, for for Krillin, but um, yeah, it's just easy to go with the uh, American translations. Well, it's also super up for debate on like if Bulma, like it's written on her shirt, right? But right, should right. it actually be Bluma? You know what I mean? Because mm. like it's it's the same as Frieza, because his name in Japanese is Furiza, so it's the same thing. There's the fu there. Uh, Krillin. If we go off what Toriyama wrote for Krillin's name on his hat, it it's Kulilin with L's. So hmm. then should it be Krillin or should it be Klillin? I you know, it's like, Jesus. I will most likely call everybody by their Americanized names, but right. as jest, I will certainly mention, like, if we're talking about a specific page, like I was saying to you before, like Kami Senin and Muten oh, yeah. Rushi. Sure. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, joke around and say that. But for the most part, if I'm referring to a character, like, I know them as their Americanized names. I think that we all probably will, and because of that, I'll probably try to stick to the... uh, I'll probably try to say, like, Cyan, while you guys balance it out by saying Cyan. But at the same time, when things are first introduced, I'll probably just present, like, both both forms, and then we'll we'll rock and roll from there. Um, But, um, yeah, so the first few pages here, um, like, I'm looking at page 7, and then page 8... these are full color pages. Toriyama would do these from time to time. Uh, towards the, well, not even soon after the first chunk of pages, they certainly get more rare. But um, it's always nice when they come up. Like like we said, it's a very traditional like watercolor look to them. Can I just say, um, yeah. page eight uh, on Magadex, literally the second page of the actual manga, Goku's already hungry. Yep, Goku's hungry. He's already starving. Yeah, we need to, I, the the audience needs to know that's going to be a trope throughout the entire fucking manga. I have it written down every time he says it. <laughs> <laughs> and also on page eight, I gotta point out the uh, English letters at the top. Right. Yeah. Now he now we see obviously there's a bunch of the Japanese characters all over the place too, but Toriyama would use these English letters, especially a lot in um his earlier stuff, and that's actually why his editor who discovered him, Torishima, that's what made him stand out to him. And uh, mm. Tor- Torishima discovered him in 78, 
And then two years later, he started Dr. Slump, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I think Tori Sheehan was his editor up until the 23rd tournament. So, like, Piccolo Jr. Oh. Yep. So, um, yep. So, literally the end of Dragon Ball. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah, right before. Because he left at the 23rd tournament. Um, mm. So, Goku goes inside. Oh, shit. I'm not even showing and... All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. No, do, do, your, do your best. Uh, page nine. Goku goes inside, and he prays to this orange ball, or he greets this orange ball, and he calls it his grandpa. He says, I'm going to go get some food. And then we are introduced to a blue-haired girl who is looking at a um, like some kind of tracking device. The dragon radar will come to find, and her shirt says Bulma. It's like, hmm. Who's that supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> Wonder who that is. I'm going to um, just fucking wear clothes with my name all over them. <laughs> <laughs> she does it a lot. She has a pretty cool hat. I don't know if you guys noticed. It's like a double-billed hat. I'll point it out later. But that's also got her name on it. But, um, yeah, so then it just we just see her for a brief second. It goes back to Goku. On page 11, I really love the left side of this page. The You kind of follow the movement down of Goku, like, falling down the cliff there and he swings off the branch. I just thought mm-hmm. that was pretty pretty nice looking. Um he takes out his tail, right? That's an important feature about Goku. He's just a small little boy, but he's got a tail and he's got this red staff on his back. And he gets naked. We see his little booty. We see his, his little balls. Are you yeah. Me? <laughs> yeah. Page thirteen we see his big old ball sack as Evan pointed out. And um also on page thirteen now he's fishing here, but uh, we see it switch to a limited color palette. And it goes from the full color. There was a bunch of colors. Now it's basically just reds and tans and grays. Um, yeah, because you... when I was reading this, I was thinking, like, I noticed that. And I was thinking, like, isn't that the outfit he wears when he's training with Master Roshi? Right, yeah. We see it switch to a to the orange gi here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, he was wearing blue in the beginning. Um, so he's walking back. He's got this big ass fish. I love it. I love me some kid Goku, man. He's funny. And uh, we see Bulma speeding down the road, almost hits him, comes really close. Looks like she hits the fish a little bit there. Goku's not going to be uh, happy about that, you know. And Goku thinks that the car is a monster and he just gets underneath it and <laughs> throws it. Says uh, he's going to fight it and everything like that. And Bulma just shoots to kill. Yeah, dude, this she shoots him kid. in the head. Yeah, I wanted to bring this up. Mama's like fucking 16 with a gun shooting at like a kid that looks like he's 12 years old. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with her? <laughs> yep, yep. And she's like, oh, you didn't die? Like, she wanted him to die. Right, she was like ready to fucking kill a child in the fucking forest. Like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Like, what would she have done if she actually shot him through the head? And like, you oh, know, like, thank God, let me use my next Hoi Poi capsule and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Hoi Poi capsule, a casket. Yeah. Bury yeah. him in the ground and then go take his Dragon Ball. Fucking bitch. Uh, yeah. I wanted to say, too, the Noibo, however that's said. Yeah, the Noi, the Noibo. Yeah, the extendo rod here. Uh, <laughs> the power pole. Yeah, I, w- I wish uh, he, like, used that through Dragon Ball. Like yeah, super I, or not super as hard as Z. I care less about yeah. super. I really like do that you know, weapon. Do you know what happens to it? I don't remember. 
I cannot fucking wait for you to see what happens to it because I also didn't remember. And I only read the manga for the first time two years ago, you know, and uh, like the whole thing. And when I saw what happened to the power pole, I was like, yo, fuck yes, dude. I'm so excited for you to see what happens to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what happens to it, Evan? No, I do not. Oh, I'm excited. You got get me hyped. Turned into something? Does it get like right, cool. wished into something? Or well, you know, you know how Goku has that son Gohan. It turns into Gohan. <laughs> what? Are you fucking? No, oh, okay. no, I'm... Oh, okay. I would say, what are you fucking saying right now? No, no, no. Okay, no, yeah, I figured you Art. wouldn't spoil it, but uh, yeah, I I was thinking about this the entire time I was reading, and I was like, man, I really like the bow. I wish. Uh... Yeah. Well, yeah. it sticks. It sticks around for a good while while he's a kid. So. Yeah, I know that much. I just, you know, I wish he had it for Z. <laughs> um. So, Goku's calling Bulma a fairy. He's not really understanding this whole person in a car thing. Um, and she pops out and she's like, "No, I'm just, uh, I'm just a human like you, you know." And he's kind of smelling her up a little bit, you know, checking her out a little <laughs> bit, you know. And uh, he's like, "Oh, you're a." Uh, you know, you seem so, you look really soft and weak. And she's like, well, I'm a girl. Come on, you know. And he's like, oh, you're a girl. I've never met a girl. I've never even met another human. And she's like, you're such a fucking hick, man. You know, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Goku really Goku really is supposed to be portrayed as a hick. And I know that his uh, like dialect in the anime is very heavily uh, portraying that as well. Like, and Chi-Chi as well. They talk with a very like... Country bumpkin, as she puts it here in the manga. Well, Kari Mashtan. So he, he mentions that his grandfather, who is deceased, always said to be nice to a girl if, if he ever meets one. Um, so she sees his tail. She laughs to herself about how he's got a fake tail attached to his butt, but we know it's, it's real. We saw him fish with it. And she explains, you know, cars that she's from the city out west. And she's from the city that... out west. Isn't the city called West City? It Pretty is. <laughs> okay. You're a great prognosticator. You're putting things together here. I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm much smarter than Kira Toriyama. <laughs> so um, Goku invites her to the house. So, you know, have some food and stuff. And she, he, when they get back there, he greets Grandpa, the little ball. And Bulma freaks out. She's like, there it is. That's the Dragon Ball. And it's got four stars in it. This is definitely the most iconic Dragon Ball. It's my favorite the, Dragon Ball. Of the series. The number four. That definitely changes design, right? Because it's like, on this page, it's got like three in a line and then one off to the bottom left. But it definitely changes to just four, like one, two, three, four, right? You guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's actually interesting because even on page 21 when they show all of all of the balls, the four-star bar is like that as well. So Even on the same exact page right below that, it's drawn. Oh, yeah. Wow, even on the same, even in the same panel, it's just drawn the one time. It looks exactly how it looks. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> no, but uh, Goku's kind of freaking out. He's like, you know, don't touch my grandfather. That's that's his memento that he gave to me. And she's like, no, 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 look. And she pulls out two other Dragon Balls, and he's kind of freaking out about this. And she explains to him that 
they're these you know magical balls and if you get seven of them you can summon forth a dragon who will grant any of your wish shenlong the god of all dragons um in japanese it's pronounced shenron which is what like it's called in the english dub as well uh, but here it is called Shenlong. And also, it's worth noting that uh, Dragon Ball is loosely inspired by... I, I should have said this before. It's loosely inspired by Journey to the West and also just the setting of China and Chinese influence. So that'll show up in settings and in um, naming conventions and stuff like that. I gotta say, Shenron looks awesome here. Yeah. Um, page? On page 22. Page 22. Also, um, he has four claws, and I'm pretty sure that means something. Um, like, I'm pretty sure, like, four claws on an, on an Eastern dragon means, like, it's saved for, like, Imperial nobility and stuff like that. And then, like, three claws is, like, for, like, lower. And, like, it was taken pretty seriously. Like, if you had, like, a dragon depicted in your house that had, like, four claws... And you weren't the emperor or whatever, you were basically dead right then and there. Huh. So Very Shen- interesting. Shenron is like the biggest uh type of dragon, I guess. I mean he can grant wishes and shit. I don't think that was in traditional Chinese stuff. But yeah, no, just just a little detail I noticed. Yeah, that's, nice. That's cool. Yeah, well he is the god of all dragons. Yeah. Uh, so. One one thing it's not here because it's kinda hard to tell here. his body moving around in this uh, image, but uh, later on, when they first summon him, when it's like uh, peel off and them summoning him, yeah, Toriyama draws his body very odd. Like, the way that it's, like, curling around itself doesn't really make sense. It's just something I was going to point out. But, uh, it's kind of hard to tell <laughs> oh, yeah. here, because the midsection of his body is kind of blocking the way that it's curving. But, like, later on, it's like, how the fuck is he curving like that? It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> I'll definitely point it out when we get to it. Um, I will. So, yeah. so yeah, Bulma also mentions that the Dragon Balls scatter after uh, after some time. She says, she says after a while the balls will scatter. She doesn't let him know that right after the wish. They right. Um, so she's trying to get the ball off of him, and she's like, you know, he's like, um, no, it's my it's my grandfather. This and that's he's very attached to this thing. He doesn't know anybody. You know what I mean? All he had was his grandfather, and uh, she's just such a little slut. You know what I mean? This Bulma gal. Right away in chapter one, we find out page twenty three. She's trying to let him. She's like, oh, I know what you want for the ball, and she tries to. She's like, hey, you can you can look at my undies. You can even touch if you want. And he's like, why would I want to touch your dirty butt? <laughs> <laughs> the, what a good answer. <laughs> she has a yeah, she has a funny reaction shot there. Do you wipe? <laughs> you shit with that ass, Adam? <laughs> oh, she definitely shits with that ass, because Goku called it dirty. He's very <laughs> self aware of this. He's got a good sense of smell. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Um, it's also worth noting Bulma mentions that she was going to wish for a, a an eternal strawberry that just never runs out. Then, <laughs> oh yeah, but I, then I make note on chapter twenty three that her fucking wishes suck. 
Oh, yeah. Or page 23. Horrible fucking wishes I wrote. Her wishes are fucking horrible. You are about <laughs> to summon a dragon that could give you anything. You want a wonderful boyfriend or a strawberry that never runs out? Are you fucking serious? At least, yeah, I mean, well, she... The strawberry, how does that work? The strawberry one's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> but, like, Jesus Christ. But at that point, wouldn't you rather just order, like, wish for, like... Infinite strawberries? 15- 15 billion strawberries so you can share rather than have one strawberry that never ends yeah can i have can i end world hunger can, can uh I, I don't know also can, can everybody in the world not die of starvation and, and be in poverty no i want a strawberry that doesn't run out just for me just for, also, me. Does, for me does it grow back or is does it just extend to the end of the universe yeah that's that's, that's actually funny to think about i was thinking like anytime she bit it it would just like the bite mark would just like regrow into strawberry, but maybe Shen Shenlong would just like give her like a, a strawberry as big as the fucking planet. <laughs> oh man, this is like some monkey's paw shit. Right. I wish the I wish that's how the Dragon Balls work. You get a you get a caveat with every fucking wish, you know. <laughs> so um. Kind of wrapping things up with this chapter. I know we've we've already been going for a long time. So. This is a long chapter. <laughs> it is. It is a it is a packed chapter. Um, Bulma convinces him. You know what? Why don't you just come along with me? Then you know we're we'll go travel the world. You can kind of protect me and train yourself, and you can hold on to your ball, but just let me borrow it at the end. And then she inner monologues to herself about how that's uh, that's that's when we find out that the the Dragon Balls will scatter right after the uh the wish is made mm. so they're about to go off she pulls out the dragon radar she explains to him that she created it which is pretty cool we get a little hint right away that bulma is a pretty smart person she's creating things she's also created fucking this... rich right isn't she yeah. like rich as shit why does yeah. she need a well, fucking yeah. strawberry that doesn't run out why can't <laughs> she just buy more strawberries well, we don't we don't quite know that yet, but yeah, she's on she's on summer break, man. She's just trying to have some fun. She's a young girl showing off her panties. Just trying to have fun. Cause girls just wanna have fun. <laughs> um, so I like um on page twenty five in the top left, she explains this whole thing to him, and she's like, "Oh, the next one's over here. It's about twelve hundred." Uh kilometers to the west and he's just like i don't get it (laughs) (laughs) um so she here we finally get the introduction of their names uh son goku or son goku as we like to say over here and buduma or bulma i almost called her bluma we talked about this earlier bulma is just what we're gonna go with and uh again a a spoof on bloomer the underwear and uh, it's worth noting, too, that I keep saying that it's worth noting, but um, it is worth noting, first of all, that the title chapter is Bloomers and the Monkey King, but it's also just Bulma and Son Goku. But without any context of the story, the first time reader looks at it and just gets this ridiculous title of Bloomers and the Monkey King. <laughs> so like, <laughs> kind of kind of a funny bit of comedy there, you know? And, hey, can, uh, I, can I just say I love on page twenty-seven when they're speeding off. I love the monkeys that are staring at him, like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she pulls out the hoi poi capsules, and uh, 
Oh, also, Goku's making fun of her name, which is really fun in the uh, anime. Uh, Masako Nozawa has a... Uh, I love her voice acting. I know that, Adam, you're not really fond of it, right? Uh, who, Goku's voice? Goku. Goku I, yeah. I like Goku's voice as a kid because it makes sense. I think, yeah, well... I think the fact that he yeah, still yeah. sounds like he's younger than Goten in fucking Z and Super <laughs> doesn't make sense. Well, yeah. the thing is that he really is just a big old man baby. Yeah, you know, but he's so. also like an adult <laughs> and, his, man. But, and his voice uh, should deepen a little bit, no? Well, no, it it, it really does. Like, I'll say, I've obviously gotten <laughs> to it because I've watched so much of it, but like, as you watch the series, it just fits. It fits so well. And his voice, his voice is a lot deeper as an adult. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, it's you're, still super you're right, high, Jesse. but it is deeper. Yeah, he goes you're from right. an eight-year-old girl to a 15-year-old girl. You're right. <laughs> It goes from ah eh, Sada to ah eh, Sada. You know? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. You get it. But like you know, Sean Schimmel does. Yeah, Sean Schimmel's voice is like all right, but like it's definitely I how like I picture Goku, and like that's how like someone who is as muscular and fucking badass as him should probably sound when he's an adult. Hmm. Um, I like his balls still. I like dropped, the, uh, you know. I like the English cast. I like the English cast. I like the, the English part. cast too, especially I like uh, Christopher Savage. Uh, yeah, because he yeah, does definitely. a lot of cool stuff. Fuck you, Kakarot. Well, he's Dude. also my favorite. He's also like Kuwabara. You know, Kuwabara yeah. is the man. Kazuma it, Kuwabara. It, isn't he Zoro as well? He is. Zoro. Zoro? Oh, I th- the four kids fucking. Zoro, the uh, the masked man, Alfago Bobby. Yeah, I was gonna say that's Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He is uh, Rora Nora Zolo, as they like to call him in the four kids. Fucking uh, Rora Nora, Rora Nora, hey, Rora Nora Zolo. Hey, I just want to say, like, and this is jumping like hundreds and hundreds of chapters, but there's literally nothing worse than in Dragon Ball Super in the Japanese dub when Goku and Gohan are fighting, <laughs> and they're just both they because they both have the same voice actor, so and they're both just <laughs> oh god that for like five minutes times two because both of them are doing the same exact <laughs> shit yeah. Dude, super is its own mess. Yeah, super, yeah. super is what it is. I, uh. um, I don't know if there's a uh, if there's a translation note about this, but the hoi poi capsule, uh, hoi is like the noise of like some of throwing something, and then poi is the noise of something being thrown. Oh, okay. What? Like, yeah, Wait, yeah, like like in like <laughs> Japanese onomatopoeia, hoi poi is just like the sound of like throwing something and then like it being thrown <laughs> like that like that's that's what it is i don't know how else to explain it <laughs> like are they called something else in the american i feel like they're not called hoi poi capsules in like they're just called capsules okay. and actually yeah. ev- like eventually the hoi poi title just kind of gets thrown to the wayside like uh m- many other things in this series i'm still trying to break down what like, you mean on. like hoi means the sound of someone throwing something. So yeah, like, so like imagine yeah. like someone throwing something and going like hoi, like hoi. Uh, okay, and then, then poi like, is like the whoosh. Like the thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um. So, all right, let's speed up here. Uh, they speed off. 
on their bike again this classic bike and goku's pretty uh amazed by everything bulma tries to run off to go pee and uh she's freaking out because goku like won't let her have a moment of of peace you know what i mean he's up her ass about it and he's like oh you mean you gotta take a piss <laughs> and uh maybe your pee pee was bitten by a snake <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 she screams that's ex- that's exactly it. He runs over there to check it out, and here we've got this pterodactyl guy uh, who just fucking gets absolutely killed by Goku. Um, I don't know if you guys caught that. He is totally dead. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, but um, page 31, you know, we see him. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just one of Bulma's friends. Uh, you stay here. He ties, he ties up Goku. Uh, Goku's like, I guess, like, this is fine. He asks, how long should I wait? <laughs> like, how long should I stay here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the pterodactyl's Stupid like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat some girl meat. That's this guy's voice. And, uh, <laughs> Bulma, Bulma screams at him. She's like, come on, come fucking help me, you idiot. He unties his, uh, unties himself with his tail. His handy-dandy tail. And he tries to speed off in the bike. I love uh, page 33, the top panel there of him speeding off. And then he get he catches some sick air. He jumps out. He still can't reach. And then he says those classic three words that every girl likes to hear. <laughs> Stick, get longer. I, liked, I didn't even notice I didn't even... this. He like breaks the fucking pterodactyls like. A horned thing? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even notice yeah. that the first time I yes. read it. I really like the split he's doing. That's really cute. <laughs> yeah, that's a great that's a great panel there at the bottom of page thirty four. And then um you see here on the next page thirty five, the pterodactyl, he's got the skull and cross crossbones. He's fucking done. So a lot of people say Goku doesn't kill anybody, but uh this guy, I think his name is Ter Pteranodon or something like that. He like in the gu- in the guidebooks, they called them that, which literally is just like a pterodactyl species, I think. So, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, that's the pterodon. Yeah, I think I think it's pteranodon is his name. Oh, well, I like how all these fucking animals can speak. By the way, yeah, yeah, we got the fish in the beginning, and now we've got this. Um, yeah, it's it's building a pretty cool world, right? Like, it's yeah, this Chinese aesthetic. Uh, there's talking animals and dinosaurs. There's um. The world capsules is... that grow, uh, motorcycles and houses and shit, right? Yeah, the world uh, is interesting because it's like it takes place in like the olden days, but there's so much more technology, like flying yeah. fucking cars and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I love it too. At the bottom of this page here, Goku saves Bulma by throwing the stick. It goes through her shirt, sticks into the mountain. And she pees herself. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, kind of so... confused about all this. So he lands somewhere on the top left, and then on the bottom, he's on a tree. Like, oh, <laughs> where does he land originally? Like above Bulma, and then jumps down and does this, or like, is there like a flat? Because that rock right there where that tree is is not a flat <laughs> surface. Yeah, no, you're right. Makes sense. No, you're right. <laughs> that's definitely just an oversight for sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty funny, dude. Yeah, the first time I read this, I was like, man, I don't understand this sequence. But I, I read this. I, like, looked through this a bunch of times. I was like, where the f- – I, like, tried figuring out. I was like, where did he fucking land originally? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, it is what it is. 
the series fucking sucks. Yeah, I'm gonna be the one that rips apart this series as we go. Just <laughs> I'm gonna be the the Grinch of this series. Hey, I have no problem with ripping things apart too. Yeah, what did you guys okay, think of whatever. that first chapter? It took about fifty minutes for us to get through. It uh, legitimately did. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong at all. I thought it was a oh lot of fun. God. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, no, we dicked off a, a lot in the beginning. Yeah, but, we spent um, like twenty minutes, you know, talking about <laughs> nonsense. But, so, uh, yeah, um, a good chapter. It's you know, the first chapter of a series is usually long, so there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, chapter two, page three. Again, a really nice full color page of the sunset. Very pretty, uh, like dark reds or dark oranges, I should say. <laughs> We have a communist owl. Blood orange. Yes, eating a eating a mouse. Eating one of the uh, bourgeoisie mouse. <laughs> the proletariat <laughs> owl eats the bourgeoisie mice. Oh man, I was gonna say like you know, there's like a like a like a na- Chinese nationalist rat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this, this is Mao versus Chiang Kai Shek. <laughs> Well, this won't be the last communist we see. No, definitely not. I actually have a few communists written down. <laughs> <clears throat> so right here on page three again, Goku is hungry. I'm sorry. Can I derail this real quick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was watching a clip from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> nice. And uh, Andy Samberg, I don't know exactly what happened because I was just watching a bunch of like Comedy Central two-minute clips on YouTube. And uh, he was giving a speech or something, or he was at like an auction and someone in the in the auction keeps booing him, <laughs> and it's Adam Sandler. He goes, "Wait, are you Adam Sandler?" He's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'm a classic antiquer. What can I say? I'm here to buy <laughs> some stuff." And he and Andy Sandler's like, "Shouldn't you be off like writing a movie?" He's like, "Actually, I was writing a movie. It was about uh, communism in Russia." And he's like, "Oh yeah, who's Kevin James gonna play?" And he's like, "Ah, <laughs> very funny. All right, he was gonna play Trotsky." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine is a great show. It was it was funny as fuck, but yeah. So Bulma busts out a house for the night from the, from the Hoi Poi capsule. She's got a big old house, and Goku is just amazed by lights and TVs and bathtubs. Even it's just all amazing stuff. You know, isn't it great being a kid and everything is just amazing? Well, he's a dummy. He's a big old <laughs> dummy. Yeah, he's so, like a, he's a bumpkin, right? He doesn't know better. Yeah. He like bathes in like a fucking river with giant piranha fish. (laughs) Um, So we get Goku's big old schlong again. Page seven. Bulma's washing him up and she's like, hey, you know, like you can take this tail off. You don't have to keep it on. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? And he's like, I can wash my own butt. And he he takes uh, the brush with his tail. And she's freaking out because she now realizes it's a real tail. Even though I'm sure it was certainly obvious before the way it was moving around and everything. Mm-hmm. And I like but, how, uh, how Goku's gaslighting her into believing all boys have tails. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. You don't have one. All boys have them. He's like, is that true? I've never yeah. seen a boy's naked butt before. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, although grandpa didn't have one. And she's like, yeah, see, see. And he's like, but he was weird. <laughs> she, yeah. she's like you're weird <laughs> yeah that's a great exchange and then, and then and then the next page page nine he just goes it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. yeah uh so then we see uh we see bulma taking a bath 
And he's like, ah, the fucking nerve. She's like the fucking nerve of this kid. And then he's just standing there. I love, I love his look there on page nine. I love this drawing of Goku. I don't know. He just looks so cute right there. He's just like, huh. and uh, <laughs> she falls, she falls down. You know, she's freaking oh, out yeah, on him. Line. And he goes, uh, why do you have a butt on your chest? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's so dumb. That's so good. And then she's like, oh, oh so, um, here she says, she says, Son-kun, you know, that's what she calls Goku forever. It happened in the last chapter. She always calls him Son-kun. Um, so he tells her that she's 14. Keep that in mind. Yeah, that's bullshit because he's like fucking seven. Right? Yeah. 14. Yo, she's 16. Right. She's so like, she's she's like three times his size. <laughs> Right, she's freaking out on him because she's only two years older, so she's 16, and uh, he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much the end of that exchange. <laughs> he runs away, he's hungry. And then he doesn't like any of her food. The soup is bitter because it's actually coffee. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, so uh, funny. He's like, I'm going to go get us some food. We see this wolf, page 11, howling. That wolf fucking dies. Yo, he eats the shit out of that wolf. He caught a wolf and a centipede. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> um, the wolf meat probably doesn't taste too bad, but centipede? Fuck. Gross. Page, page 12. Look at that roasted-ass wolf. And then the <laughs> bones of that roasted-ass wolf. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to bring up about this page was Grandpa's co- crotch was really soft, and he always <laughs> liked to use it as a pillow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's certainly supposed to just be innocent, and uh, I think that I think that the payoff here is is really funny, though. Do you do you not think it's it's funny at the end? No, of the no, I I do think it's funny. It's just yeah. well, it's just a weird sentence. I because I know. Well, I no, I know, saying. I know because I mean it, it is a thing of like, what was up with this guy's grandfather? Like he wanted him to come lay on his crotch, but it's like you know, it's not supposed to be like that. It's really not, you know. Of course, of course. Yeah, Son um, Gohan was a saint. It's just no matter he what, was. no matter what anyone says, it's just a weird sentence. It is a weird <laughs> sentence. If you actually read it in its original Japanese, it doesn't come <laughs> quite off that way. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, there's this Japanese concept of saishobu, where uh, people lay on each other's crotches as young children. That that checks out, right? I can I can send you multiple articles about this. Multiple. Articles. <laughs> Um, so page 13, Bulma's talking to Goku about, um, you know, where he lived and stuff. And she asks if his parents died. And he just says, I don't know. You know, top left. I love this panel. <laughs> uh, I was thrown away into the mountains when I was a baby. And then Grandpa found me and picked me up. Ha, 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 ha. And uh, <laughs> And she's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> That's like nothing to be happy about at all. <laughs> Um, so she's talking to him about how she's on school break and there's only 30 days left and that's why she's, you know, trying to get the Dragon Balls and she's going on and on and Goku just falls asleep on her. <laughs> Do you blame him? She's pretty boring. <laughs> not, not at all. People are probably falling asleep on us right now. Um, page 14, again, going back to all this technology and the world and stuff, we see a, just a UFO flying across the sky there and uh we get a, a nice sunrise very much similar to the way uh yasuhisa hara draws his sunrises i would say 
Would you agree, Adam? Huh? <laughs> the fuck is Yasuhihara? Yasuhihara, the guy that writes Kingdom. Oh, dude, I don't know these people's names. <laughs> you fucking King Dummy. <laughs> no, it looks nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was the response that I was looking for. <laughs> Yasuhihara, yeah, so. whatever the fucker's name is, is uh, does a much better job. Yeah, there would be about four different types of screen tone involved. And... Oh, yeah, just two different styles. Toriyama, <laughs> no, does, for... Toriyama does a much more cartoony style. So <laughs> um, so Goku wakes up here. Bulma's spread eagle passed out. And uh, <laughs> it reminds him of Grandpa's crotch pillow. So page 15, he rests his head, tries to get some more sleep. But he notices something is off. He does the patented... Pat Pat doesn't feel anything there. Something's not quite right. He pulls the panties off. Now he's innocent. He doesn't know what's going on. You know, he, this guy can ride the Nimbus cloud. You know what I mean? And he <laughs> he screams, and we got a nice reaction from the bunny outside, kind of yeah, like the that, monkeys. It's toe the character. <laughs> oh my god! I, I do not like that name. By the way, we'll uh, get to that. Yeah, yeah. In about five hours. <laughs> <laughs> um uh so yeah he freaks out and, and he's like oh he's like oh no balls no balls and she's like oh the dragon balls where are they and he's like oh they're right here you know don't don't freak me out about about things like that and obviously that those were not the, the balls he was talking about you know what i mean mm. um so then we see a shadow lurking over the uh in the distance Huh? And where we at the uh, bottom of page sixteen? Oh, oh! I thought that was like a mountain. It actually is a shadow. Yep, it is a shadow of the character we will see in the next chapter, the turtle. Oh, way to spoil um, it! Well, we're there. We're 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 about getting there. Chapter three, another full color. Um, and here we got Bulma's pink hair or purple hair. And that is what it will be. Now, in the first chapter, it was blue. So -hmm. that's what they went with with in the anime. Uh, But then Toriyama will color it in purple from here on out, except for when it goes to limited color. And it's more of like that grayish, bluish Mm -hmm. color. So So I have written here in my notes on page, uh, on this page here, page uh, two, Shut up already about the sun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so there's a there's a nice little office ballsy reference for you, Jesse. Yes, very good. You can good. do a yeah. whole episode about that. <laughs> yes, I sure can. Um, yeah, Goku's telling her to hurry up. If she takes any longer, she's going to turn into a turtle. He goes outside to break some rocks and train. I like on page three, his little running body yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does it like he's got a few different. There's a few different shots of him running to the boulders like that. <laughs> yeah, so he's just breaking rocks, and he picks one up on page four, and it's a turtle. And he doesn't break the turtle, thank God. But Goku thinks that Bulma actually turned into the turtle. But she comes outside, and uh, the hair is you know, blue they, again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exactly. We've switched to the limited color. And the turtle explains that he's been lost from the ocean for a year. 
And Goku wants to show him the way home, but Boma says that they don't have time because they only have the third base to find the Dragon Balls. And Goku's like, I'm just going to fucking do it anyway. Um, so Boma is like freaking out on him, says to never come back, don't ever show your face here again. And then on page eight, uh, there's this really funny shot in the middle of like all the dinosaurs and just the looming doom out in the wilderness. She's like, yeah. she's like, ah, I'd better go get that kid. <laughs> so she speeds off, and she's like, uh, yeah, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's stick together, actually. Hey, can I just say, I don't really remember too much about Dragon Ball, but I feel like this is the only time we see this fucking turtle speak. Ever. Oh, uh, no, no. He's in Z a lot, too. Yeah, but he doesn't, like, speak, I don't yeah. remember. No, he does. He totally does. Yeah, he talks uh, later in this series. He literally talks with Roshi. Well, yeah, but like I'm, I'm saying like in later on, you know. Yeah, his name is his name is uh, just Turtle, and in Japanese, his name is Umigame. Just wanted to throw that out there. Which means Turtle, Sea Turtle. Go. There you go. <laughs> yep, yep. So uh, we'll call him Buduma. <laughs> yeah, we call him Bloomers. <laughs> um. So they are going off, and we see. Bear with a mohawk, or bear with a sword. Pick your choosing. Uh, super important character here. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, like most villains in Dragon Ball, he will become a great friend of Goku. Yeah. Then he will be there for <laughs> the time. Him and Pterodon. Yeah, him and Pterodon. Super important <laughs> characters that are going to be super relevant later. <laughs> I really like all the vocalizations that isn't that's in this manga too. Like this guy swings the sword, and he's like, "Sword it!" You know, yeah, and we got a there's lot some, of that. There's some translator notes about how, like, it really just doesn't translate to anything, and this is just what they're saying. Right. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, just a lot of yells. Yeah, um, that's just like me when I go outside and I start swinging my sword around. I'm just like, sword, all the <laughs> all the Puerto Ricans are like, the fuck, but I don't really understand Adam. what they're actually saying because they're speaking Spanish. <laughs> Adam, I don't understand how you got that sword through customs. You just took like a regular commercial flight. <laughs> I, I'm not going to tell you my secrets, pal. <laughs> it was a very uncomfortable four-hour flight. <laughs> 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 Sir, why are you sitting like that? Why are you sitting at like a 90-degree angle? Sitting, sitting like what? S- sitting like, if I sneeze, I will cut myself in half, sir. You need to get away from me. <laughs> And the attendant's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So Bear with the Mohawk says, you know, hand over the turtle. He's going to eat this fucking turtle one way or the other. And Goku just sticks his tongue out, beep, you know. And uh, they fight. It's a, it's a solid fight. I guess this is the first fight we really see. I like page 11 at the bottom. When the bear takes a swing at Goku and he's just <laughs> sitting on top of the sword. Yeah. And cool. then we get Goku's trademark move as a kid, the John Ken, which is a play on words because John Ken is um, like what they call rock, paper, scissor uh-huh. in Japan. So uh, this move is like he does rock, paper, scissor uh, hand hand movements yeah they actually stole this from hunter x hunter believe it or not <laughs> I was gonna wow say. <laughs> I, be- I believe that i believe that <laughs> i like at the uh, bottom of page 12 though goku jumps off he's peace yeah like that peace, peace he does that a lot 
Um, made famous, so. made famous by Goku, but uh, used by uh, Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Tyree Kill. <laughs> I'm not joking. Nice. I know you guys don't watch football, but uh, anytime he scores a touchdown, by uh, he's like a, a fast guy, so he outruns everybody. So if he catches a ball past someone and he turns around and he says he gives him the peace sign as he scores a touchdown. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> that would make me so fucking mad. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so they carry on their journey. They get um they get the turtle to the beach. We see on the bottom of page thirteen, uh Toribot. This is supposed to be Toriyama. This is like his incarnation. And this we is wait, where? Bottom right. This isn't What's Penguin that? Village. Right. Right, which is from Dr. Slump. And uh, Toriyama appears in Dr. Slump a couple of times as three different characters, actually. Yeah, the Tori bot, a little bird, because Tori means bird, um, mm. and also just himself as uh, Akira Toriyama. Um, so, yeah, they get, to, they get to the beach. And the turtle says that he wants to bring them back a gift. So just hold on here. They're gonna, he, you know, he's very thankful. He wants to give them a gift. And they're just kind of chilling out, building a sandcastle or a sand pile, I should say, not too castle-like. And then we see the turtle come back, and he has an old man on his back with a orange ball on his necklace. I don't know what that could be. No, I'm not sure. But um, but yeah, did a good job of hiding it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so that's the end of that chapter. We're gonna find out about this old man in the next one. I, I uh, like... really. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I, no, no. Go ahead. I was gonna say I like that Master Roshi made uh, the button-up shirt trend like super popular in the year 2020. <laughs> now everyone's got these fucking. Everyone wears khaki shorts and button-up shirts with wacky designs on them. Yeah. All he's missing are some Crocs, and that'd be a full fit. Dude, he's just missing some <laughs> some salmon chubbies and um, some Docker shoes, and he could be a frat boy right now. And a big turtle shell backpack. Right. With, uh, with like, a water straw coming out of it, but it's filled with vodka because, you know, he <clears throat> parties, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, chapter four, page two. I love all the colors on this page. And it's really interesting. We get a yellow sky, a pink sky, a blue sky, and a purple sky all on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it looks really nice, honestly. They're uh, just having a very slow conversation. So this man explains that he is Kame Senen, which means turtle hermit. Now, that's not his name. That's his title. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. But we know him as Master Roshi, of course. Yeah, first name Mutin, last name Roshi. Of course, of course. And um, he says that, you know, he asked the turtle which one helped, and he says the boy. And he says, I'm going to give you a wonderful gift. He tries to call forth the immortal phoenix, but the turtle reminds him that the phoenix died of food poisoning. So just hilarious comedy stuff here, you know, that you would see on a Netflix special or something like that. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so then he says, all right, instead of that, I will call forth Kintone or the flying Nimbus, as we know in English. Well, that's not the English translation, but that's 
what we know it as. <clears throat> I think Kintoon means like, I think it says it here actually. Loop de loop cloud. That's that's it, baby. That's the loop de loop cloud that we all know and love from Dragon Ball. <laughs> isn't isn't this also a reference to Journey to the West? It is. I think it's supposed to be a reference to the to the horse they ride. Maybe I I'm literally don't. Know. No, 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 no. Maybe it's supposed to be a cloud. Maybe it is a cloud. I literally um, know I, nothing about this fucking movie that you guys keep talking about. I it's think not a, it's like a it's like an ancient like like very very old like uh, Chinese story. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what the horse is actually, I think Shen Shenlong is based on the horse because the horse is actually like the dragon prince disguised as a horse or something like that. Uh, didn't you have something to say about Journey to the West, actually, Evan? Yeah. So um, there is this manga called Act Age, right? So it came out a few years ago, and they had was they had an arc where it was like because the the whole manga was about acting it was an acting manga right and they had a whole arc where the two of the main characters and two of the other main characters uh had like they performed the same stage play except like uh, a few days apart so it was kind of like a like a actor versus actor thing like which which show was better and they did a thing called princess iron fan which was i guess part of journey to the west so like they got like Sun Wukong and who's you know Sun Goku and like the the dude that's like supposed to be like Oolong, um and all this shit. But at the end of the day, that manga was canceled because the <laughs> author fucking was rolling up to middle school girls and touching them. Oh my god! Yeah, I was gonna yeah, bring he... that up. I, I was gonna ask you: Is that the one where the author was a pedophile? Yeah, he would roll up on his bike to chicks and just grab them. He was like, he was like, I'm Kane, I'm Kame Senen. <laughs> I mean, he's the the equivalent of fucking Master Roshi. Sure, that's no, that's we will see. We will see here that Master Roshi is a fucked up weirdo oh, in this chapter. There, there's a bunch of fucked up weirdos in this goddamn manga. <laughs> so yes, uh, page four, we get explained that. Only the pure of heart can ride on the Nimbus cloud. And he's like, check it out. I'll show you how it's done. And he just falls right through it. So we know already that Roshi is not pure of heart. And we will sure find out why in just a moment. Uh, But Goku jumps on and he's fine. He can stand right on it. And page six, we see him swooping around, having fun, not giving an F about nothing. He looks so happy. He does. He does. And uh, what would what would make you think that, Evan? Well, probably him saying, <laughs> or, <laughs> "That's actually my favorite new uh, song off of uh, Mouth Dreams." <laughs> I haven't checked out the new album. Oh, you yet, should! Dude. It's really good. It's really uh, good. Yeah, I don't know why I haven't checked it out yet, but it's, I really need to. It's it's fucking awesome, dude. Like every track <laughs> off of there, he he literally does have the Yahoo as a fucking as a song on there. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about? Mouth dreams. You know, mouth moods by Neil Sisigiri or however you pronounce his last S- name. Sisirega. Oh. He put it on oh. the album. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't even know about this. Yeah, it's called Mouth Dreams, and it's really good. 
Really, really good. Interesting. So page seven, we get Bulma asking um, Masaroshi if if she can have a gift too, and the turtle says that you know she didn't help at all, and he's like, "Well, I gave I gave you some salt water. Was aren't you thankful for the salt water I gave you?" Um, and and he's like, "Well, uh, Masaroshi's like, you know what? There's one way." I can give you something if you show me your panties. And yeah. he's completely drooling over himself. I gotta say, I, I like I like the panties in the background of the panel. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Every um, time Roshi drools like this, gives me the fuck out, man. It's, I did pretty, not, it's pretty gross, right? Like I did not expect it to like actually gross me out like it does, but it's pretty fucking nasty. It's he's almost, all. It, all over himself. It's almost as gross as the act of asking a 16-year-old girl to show me your panties. <laughs> well, Turtle wants Turtle wants no part of this and says, how could someone like you even say that? You know? So, tur- even Turtle knows that this is wrong. We all know that this is wrong. I like that But even, even Senans want to see a panties in once in a while. <laughs> uh, he says, um, now we know why you can't ride Kintoon. But, ag- ag- again, um... You know, we saw in chapter one, Bulma doesn't really mind showing anyone her panties, so she goes for it. And I've got to say that page eight is funny from the from the setup. It's fucking hilarious. Roshi's eyebrows make almost <laughs> another head. <laughs> yeah. He's got like Tur- mouse ears. The, the turtle, the turtle, yeah. <laughs> the turtle's face is funny too. Um. But yeah, you know, just just the setup from the last chapter. It's it's some real one piece level of foreshadowing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. We all know I uh, love showing off sixteen year old girls naked. <laughs> Roshi has a uh, a Sanji moment a little bit with his nose here. They're not even. Uh, that is one thing I'll give to Akira Toriyama. At least he didn't. He doesn't damn near kill the character by giving him a fucking nosebleed like Sanji. For God's sake! Oh my God! He's like. I legitimately lot. hate that. That's one of my least favorite things about One Piece. The fact that the nosebleeds legitimately affect Sanji. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where he almost dies. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she doesn't know this, obviously. That she doesn't have panties on. She what? doesn't know. No way. That. No way. She can't, she can't feel a thing at all. When she was riding on the motorcycle before, everything was fine. Um, so she realizes, wait, is that an orange ball on your necklace? I didn't see that last chapter. And she looks, oh, it is the, it's the three-star Dragon Ball. She calls down Goku, Goku checks it out, wow, Dragon Ball. And, um, she's like, oh, you can give me this, you can give me this, right? And she, like, just flashes him a bunch of more times. And, uh, Roshi damn near passes out, and she's like, fine, you can have it. And uh, I like how he like tells her that he found it a hundred years ago, and she just completely glosses that over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roshi is supposed to be very, very old. Uh, uh, is it said here that he's immortal? No, but it does say it later. And I mean, okay. wouldn't you just assume he's immortal after he had an immortal phoenix that could <laughs> give him? He was going to give Goku immortality, right? Oh, I mean, I, right. I, 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 when I f- was reading it, I assumed right there. I mean, obviously, I, I know from watching so long ago that he's immortal, but 
you know, as a reader, wouldn't you just be like, okay, so this guy probably has immortality, even though the immortal Phoenix is not the reason he has immortality. <laughs> right. All right. Clearly, clearly that didn't work. Uh, yeah. He's supposed to be like hundreds of year old. Keep that in mind though. His immortality that will come back right. into play. They say it later and he should yeah. die oh. later in this series and he doesn't die because he gets hit fucking domed by fucking Chi Chi and he doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> keep all that in mind keep all that in mind good stuff here good stuff <laughs> Je- meanwhile jesse and his uh, head adam you're fucking ruining this you're ruining everything no. stop oh no 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 anyway uh roshi makes his escape with the turtle and he says uh he's gonna live a long life fucking skeeve bag <clears throat> um so they're happy they have four balls now and uh, they go home, and this is when uh, she realizes that she has no panties on. And I like um, page 12, no panties yeah. <laughs> in, yeah. the, in the Mac panel. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Goku's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he says, don't worry about it. You can still go on living even if you don't have a pee-pee or balls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this, this aura comes over her. And uh, yeah, I like her face at the on the bottom bottom panel there. Yeah, her 12. jagged teeth. <laughs> and then again, she shoots thirteen. She's just killing this kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, she knows he won't die. <laughs> I guess, or she at least thinks maybe. <laughs> um, like, but yeah, uh, she... I shot this kid with a pistol once. Now I'm gonna hit him with a submachine gun. <laughs> He'll be fine. So they leave, um, page 14, I like the, uh, you know, this nice shot of him riding the cloud. This obviously becomes a very iconic thing for Goku. She's on the bike, and three days pass, they're close to the next Dragon Ball, and they find a town, but it seems to be a ghost town. Quiet and unsettling village. Very quiet and unsettling. So... Chapter 5, they're looking for people, and, uh... Dude, I love all of Balma's outfits. They're pretty great. Yeah, so this is that hat I was talking about. It has, like, two bills on it. Yeah. And it says Balma underneath the one of them. That's pretty pretty dang cool. Um, I tried looking that up online. I couldn't, couldn't find one. Because there, there are, like, Balma clothes online, you know what I mean? Like, the shirt that says Balma and stuff. Hmm. Or uh, even like Vegeta's bad man shirt. Oh well, yeah, but I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I couldn't find uh, this hat though. That would be sick. But uh, they they're <laughs> knocking on this door for Sherman Priest, the guy's name Sherman uh, Shaman, I think in some translations. And Goku just breaks in through the door, and then this man with an axe just. Absolutely, dist- he was gonna cut this man in half completely, Oki style. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But page four, we see that the axe, ju- the axe just breaks against Goku's head, and um, they're like, "Oh God, it didn't even work." And Goku's got this huge <laughs> bump on his head. He's got the sharp teeth here. He's he must be hanging out with Bulma a little too much. He's picking up her faces, and. Uh, the man says, please forgive me, Oolong. And they're like, oh, who's, who's Oolong? You know? So then it cuts very abruptly from color to black and white. Mm. 
page five, and the town is kind of out and about now. And uh, we see this little girl and her father talking to Bulma and Goku, trying to patch up Goku a little bit since this guy whacked him in the head with a fucking axe. Um, Dude, Goku, Bulma... Goku keeps molesting these fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a bit inappropriate. <laughs> a little bit inappropriate. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Bulma points out that uh, if that was her, she would be dead. And the guy's just like, oh, my apologies. And then, yeah, Goku does the pat-pat. The only way he can tell if it's a boy or a girl. But Bulma puts a, puts the kibosh on that, you know. You can't be fucking doing that anymore. I like her, like, closed jaw on uh, page six, top top left. Yeah. She's, like, freaking out, but her, her jaw is clenched shut. Um, so the man tells them about Oolong who's a shape-shifting monster who's been coming around stealing up the girls. And we see, like, a flashback of Oolong saying that he's going to take this uh, the shaman priest's daughter here. And that's, like, why the town was kind of in hiding and stuff. And the man says that he seems to be a real pervert. And uh, he sure does to seem to be a pervert, this Oolong guy. And um, he... Uh, his journey to the West character is like supposed to be very lustful and gluttonous, so I guess there's that. Um, but yeah, Oolong he doesn't uh, he doesn't stick around for too long, so we won't have to deal with his perviness for too long. Even Roshi's perviness kind of dies off a little bit. Um, yeah, this first chapter is certainly the most. Uh, what's up? Once the series gets a little bit more serious, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, this this first arc is definitely the most gag and the most perv-oriented, for sure. Um, so, yeah, the man is explaining about Oolong and everything, and Bulma says, do you guys have any of these Dragon Balls? And she shows them, and this old woman is like, I have a ball that's just like that. And the man calls her Grandma Pauzu. Now, um, a lot of people... Th- know Mount Pazu as the place where Goku's house is, uh, but it's actually never called that in the in the manga. No. Uh, I don't even know if it's called that in the anime. It it might be. Um, but yeah, so there's a little bit of geeky-ass trivia for you. Hmm. Little Snapple fact. <laughs> um, so yeah, they say, hey, we'll take this ball and we'll get rid of Oolong for you. And uh, <laughs> I love this on page eight. Bulma's like, it's not going to be me. It's going to be, and she goes to point at Goku. And he's pat-patting on uh, Grandma Pauzu here. And we get the face fault. You know, Bulma falls over, which is a pretty uh, pretty typical thing in Dragon Ball and, and a lot of gag comics and stuff like that. Um, I think it comes from just old, like, comic strips, American comic strips. Um, but yeah, pretty iconic thing. And she, uh, <laughs> she freaks out on Goku again for, for pat patting him. But I think Grandma Pauzu liked it. I don't know, guys. I gotta be honest. Different shirts like- for different folks, but you shouldn't just walk up to girls and pat pat them. <laughs> Definitely not. Listen, here at Mangaki no Sukai, pat pat is bad. Yeah, we don't condone this and I mean that. type of behavior. 
I like how this village is like a good healthy mix of cowboys, Indians, like was, mad scientists, and like babushkas. Dude, I was literally going to point that out. What kind of fucking village is this? Where are they? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Bulma's idea is, uh... There's even, like, this... I'm sorry. Even be- on no, page God. 8, behind Grandma Babushka, whatever, Pauzu, whatever her name is, there's, like, a stereotypical Mexican guy behind her, like, right there on the <laughs> left. I didn't even... I didn't even recognize that. I didn't even see that, dude. Oh, yeah, he's got a sombrero. Got a sombrero. He looks like he's got, like, a poncho... Then you got this. Then you have like a Native American chief to the right of him, and then also, uh, of course, young Luffy. Yeah, young Luffy in the bottom right. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, Bulma's idea is for them to dress up, um, Goku like a girl, very much like that Final Fantasy VII mission, Evan. You know yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, whoa. So I know what you're talking about. What the hell, Adam? You know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea what you're talking about, Jesse. I I don't know, Jesse. Shut up, Adam. God, man. No fucking Adam, you know what I'm talking about? here. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, oh, Adam, you, you don't know... play the remake. You wouldn't know. Adam, you're fucking making me Arthur Fist, kind of like Oolong at the bottom right of page nine here. <laughs> <laughs> feel right now. I'm gonna Arthur Fisty <laughs> when I see you next month. <laughs> Ooh, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> so Oolong comes. He's like a big devil person. Uh, Goku is kind of nervous because he has to pee. And uh, <laughs> Oolong's like, "Oh, why? Why are you like so afraid?" He turns into this like handsome man, I guess. Okay. And Bulma. What? What is this? I have this in my notes. This is a handsome man in Bulma's eyes? (laughs) He looks like Charlie Chaplin. What the fuck is she talking about? Yeah, he looks about like 30 years older than her. That's what I'm saying. She's she's 16. He looks like he's like a middle-aged man with a mustache. Yeah, so Bulma's Bulma's a little horny. You know what I mean? I think she is. Everybody in this... What 16-year-old fucking... Toriyama's a little horny, okay? What fucking 16-year-old wasn't horny as hell? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, so, Oolong's, going, Oolong's arguing with himself about whether he should go for Bulma or or because uh, he can puff-puff her. Right. Or, or if he should go for Goku. And then he looks at Goku and, it, and Goku's just peeing. Yeah. And, uh... Amazing. <laughs> So he freaks out because he's a huge homophobe and he's like, you have the thing I hate most! And uh, page 13, bottom right, is uh, is big kingdom energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh... He, That's good. He, tur- he turns into a bull and um, they're gonna fight. That's how the chapter ends. They're, they're gonna fight next. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to say... I know I'm taking a long time. <laughs> you're, um, you, you know, we're like an hour and a half in. I just want to, you know, just so you're aware of how much time we're in right now. Oh, no, I, yeah, no, I know. Um, I know that Evan deals with this already. I'm having a hard time just because I'm trying to look at the pages rather than look at my notes. 
If I just look at my notes, I can speed this up a little bit. You can just show whatever fucking pages you want until I point one out, okay? Yeah. So I, I, mean... I want to speed this up a little bit for us. Okay. Cool. Good. You guys having Good. fun so far? I'm yeah. Enjoying, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, absolutely. Cool. So, chapter six. They're about to fight, and Oolong sees the clock, and he's like, uh-oh. My fucking time is almost up, y'all. He's like, just, just wait for a bit, this Mao Zedong-looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so he goes and he turns into a communist pig, which is obviously, like, the joke there, right? Communist is that? Pigs. Is that? Oh, yeah, knows? yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so we find out that he can only transform for five minutes, and then he needs to rest for a full minute. So, uh, great, great skill set you got there, Oolong. Um, so he, he turns into, uh, like this big robot holding soup or, uh, I guess it's just broth, right? I thought it was maybe ramen, but I think it's just broth. I was going to say ramen, like, but he has chopsticks. Why would you fucking have soup with chopsticks? Uh, well, I think he, ha- here, he actually says that he's going to dip a Goku into the soup. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All, this also doesn't make any sense to me because of the way his powers work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he has a bowl of soup, but not only is it a bowl of soup, it's fucking hot, and he burns his thumb by right. accidentally dipping it into the bowl of soup, which doesn't make any right. fucking sense. So this is certainly supposed to be more for the gag than for the the real uh, repercussions, I guess, of, yeah, I'm gonna of point this guy's more powers. Of, I'm going to point more of this shit out as we can. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, what would happen if he dropped that bowl? Like, would he... Like grow back into oolong and have no hand or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Where does this come from? So um, we see a little kid shoot at him with a slingshot, and it hurts him. So mm-hmm. that tips Goku off to that the fact that he's probably pretty weak, and he says that to him. And um, the guy's like, uh, "Oolong, oolong's like, oh well, if you're so strong, how about you break these bricks?" And uh, I love on page eight in the middle there, uh, on the left side, when Goku says, I can break these with one finger. I love that that drawing of him there. I can break these bricks. <laughs> you can't Dude. break those bricks. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, then, Go- then Oolong turns into a bat, and he flies away. So Goku calls Kinto-un, he chases after him, and here again is... is the the bullshittery because he turned into a rocket right this is another thing i was going to point out <laughs> and then he can just like speed off like a rocket <laughs> which again like, doesn't make yeah. sense because he even says like i can turn into things but i can't make my like when balma tries to sit on him when he turns into like a exactly. moped he's like i can exactly. turn into things but i don't gain power when i do exactly. that does that again or poor does that later he turns into a pair of scissors and cuts off goku's tail like you don't <laughs> right. think poor could cut off Goku's fucking tail? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. I ain't buying <laughs> that shit. So uh, Goku's chasing him, and he turns back into his real form, and Goku catches him, and uh, he takes him to the town to apologize. And um, <laughs> let's see what, what page it's on. He's, they're like, the girls you kidnapped are all right, I assume. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's extremely. <laughs> Extre- extremely all right. And then, uh, 
I know we were talking about the villagers before, but on page 12, the bottom, the people, like, all the way to the left, they just have, like, little <laughs> smiley faces <laughs> and round-ass heads. They're just, like, nothing characters. It's so funny. Yeah, they're, like, um, they, they got poor faces. It's literally what poor looks like. Or, like, they look yeah. like fucking dittos turned into people. <laughs> um. So, Oolong takes them to his house, which is, like, this big place, and he's like, yeah, well... I uh, stole all this money from people, you know, and uh, they're living like queens. We see, you know, they're they're drinking milkshakes, they're watching TV, they're exercising, and they're like, oh, we don't even like want to come back, you know. <laughs> I love the one that's just so that's pretty funny. Cocktail, yeah, she's yeah, good. She's funny. big moods. Yeah. Oh yeah, which, I said milkshake, which kind of it kind of blows my mind. Like, okay, why would Oolong continue to go steal more girls? There is no other girl that's going to get stolen, brought to this place, see these girls and go, oh, I don't have to be your slave wife? All right, cool. Yeah. 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 What, yeah. what is the logic? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's also, um, I didn't mention this before, but when Bulma tells Oolong her age, he says that he's younger than her. Yes. So there, there's that as well. Um, so page 14... I like the side panel, um, the mountains in the background and the water and everything, looking pretty nice. This actually, this actually is a little bit of kingdom, huh, Adam? What do you think of that? Uh, it's a pretty nice. Not at all. Yeah, I don't know about that, but it's pretty nicely drawn. Oh my god! Can't... What about the boat? Is the boat like kingdom? Yeah, that I'll give you. That is definitely I like... like kingdom. I'll I'll give you this. I like boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, I have that written in my notes as well. So that's great. funny. And, and and again, that's that's really Toriyama's pen. You know, that's not an English translation, right? But he you know he really writes that. So yeah, um, I like to shit on Dragon Ball here, but I will say the panel is nice, Jesse. I know what you're trying to say, but it's it's not yeah. it's not Kingdom nice. You're telling me that this arc wasn't exactly like when Hoken storms the fucking army base at night. It's a little like it. I could see where you're trying to. You know. Okay, you agree. You agree. You agree. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're they're heading off, and they've got Oolong with them. Bulma thinks that the transformation powers might come in health. Uh, might might come in health. Might come in perfect health. Excuse me. Just just kidding, guys. Um, Go Goku does the pat pat on Oolong. Yeah, at least he's a unilateral molester. You know? <laughs> he doesn't discriminate on whose crotch he's grabbing. It's all bad. And again, Oolong is uh, afraid of penises. Because he's probably gay. Think about when uh, he lets Master Roshi motorboat him. He loves it, you know? Speaking of that, uh, did you guys see the fucking diplomat from, uh, what was it like? From Hungary? Yeah, Hungary. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually just thinking that myself. Because that's what that reminds me of. I don't just yeah. you know what we're talking about. No, there's a diplomat from Hungary who was like super anti LGBTQ and like tried passing a bunch of like, you know, anti gay laws and whatnot. Oh, he was seen leaving like a huge orgy. Right? Yeah, an all male yeah. 25 person male orgy with like other yeah. diplomats and other like well known people. <laughs> yeah, he they, they got busted up because obviously COVID. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so uh, chapter seven. 
Uh, page two, the top panel is looking very nice. A lot of screen tones there, which we don't get from Toriyama often. Um, a lot of just black and white. And this uh, is a really nice panel as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah, the top, it is. The top, this top panel is very nice. The water looks really good. Did a really nice job making the water look nice. Nice and reflective. I hate it. Okay. No, <laughs> I, I I hate you. So keep going with your dumbass. So they're heading to Fry Pan Mountain. And Oolong is freaked out by this. And he's like, you guys don't know about Gumao? And no, uh, which the strongest is, which... man alive. Gumao. <laughs> Fearsome yes, uh... character to come. Yes. <laughs> um, so he's like, I'm fucking out of here. He turns into a fish, jumps out, <laughs> and Bulma lures him back by fishing with her panties. And he, right. just, he just goes for it. He's like, "Oh yeah, these are these are someone else's panties." Does he tra- <laughs> when he transformed? Does he get the brain of a fucking fish too, or something? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so he's back in the fucking boat. I also like make any sense their, uh, either. His powers wouldn't be that of a fish. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't. <laughs> so I, I really like his oolong's ears getting blown back, and Goku's hair is getting blown back. In the boat on yeah. page four. Yeah, that's funny. That's really funny. He's like a Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Bulma gives Oolong this candy, and Goku asks for some, and uh, he's like, she says that he can't have any. And uh, I think also Oolong says that he should keep the panties, right? Uh. But she gives him the candy instead. Well, yeah, he, she's he's like uh, Bum was like, if yeah, if you're if you're useful, then I'll just give you them. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so she they run out of gas, and she asks Oolong to turn into gasoline, which <laughs> which actually should make sense, I think, according to how his powers have worked so far. Um, he says no. Goku doesn't even know what gasoline is. Uh, so he turns into an ore, and Goku, like, beats the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, page, Goku, page six. Goku doesn't even know what an ore is. He goes, what's an ohm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or We said ore, Goku, not ohm. Just slap the water with it. <laughs> um, so they get to shore. Goku is peeing. Page six, bottom left. And Bulma thinks that she lost the capsules in the river. Why? <laughs> Why did she lose them in the yeah, river? Did we like uh <laughs> did we see that happen at all? No. no. It doesn't even make sense for it to happen. Yeah, like they didn't they weren't like going super fast like through fucking white rapids or anything. Like they weren't flipping over, but she's like, "Oh, I guess I lost them in the river." Okay, thanks. Um and we see her kind of freaking out about this. And then on page seven, uh, bottom left, Bulma and Goku are kind of arguing about it. And we see Oolong sneak off. Um, um, and they notice that, sorry, they notice that uh, he sneaks off and she uses the powers of the PP candy. And when she goes pee, 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 he fucking shits his pants all over the place. So page nine, we get uh, Oolong's little butt cheeks there. Some nice uh, some nice bacon. <laughs> you know what I mean, guys? I don't think that's where bacon comes from. Um, how, you do you, I mean, guys? 
how do you think Oolong on on page um, on page nine, right next to where he's shitting, where he's going? Oh, how do you think he says that? In my opinion, it's oh oh oh. <laughs> yes, I'm more concerned about where he got the toilet paper. That's all I really care about. Did he transform <laughs> into the toilet paper? He transformed his shoe into toilet paper, actually. Um. So they ask him to turn into a bike or like a scooter uh he can't do that like bulma sits on him and he just like falls in that half, he can't know? do he could do everything right. else but that it, too much she should have asked him to turn into a rocket and he could have flown away but right. instead it's it's a bike you know so, she, so he's like hey how about i turn into panties i like page 11 uh his face on the panties and then yeah. I, I love her just slapping them right out of the air mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like he's floating there and he just smacks her down and then um and then at the bottom of page 11 we see the desert and then we see them walking through the desert goku is like you guys are slow like i'm i'm willing to walk with you guys i'm not even riding on the freaking the freaking cloud dude and you guys are so slow and bulma's like i'm a city girl so is there like a motel <laughs> So please, they please take don't a... make Bulma sound like that. That's horrible. <laughs> they take a rest, and um, Bulma just starts freaking out. She hates everything. She's hungry. She wants a bath. She wants a bed. She's flipping out, and then she just falls asleep. And Goku is hungry as well. Page 13. <laughs> um, then we see a cat is spying on them. This little tiny cat. Who has the same and, face as those villagers? Just saying. Yes. <laughs> that well, that wrong. that he does. Um, so he goes into this cave. The sign on the cave says "severe training and extreme sharpening," <laughs> which is all. Which is what Yamcha is all about. And we see inside the inside the cave, we meet Yamcha and Poir. Yamcha is a pretty cool looking dude. He's got a bike called the Jet Squirrel. Pretty fucking sweet name. And uh, the Jet Squirrel. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, page 14 in like the middle there. All right, Poir, prepare the Jet Squirrel. <laughs> um, and then it cuts back to Goku. Goku asks Oolong if he likes pork. Get them some food. <laughs> but before he can get out of there, Yamcha shows up. And that's uh, the bottom panel there of page 15. uh, Chapter 8. Yamcha is trying to rob Goku. And then Puar and Oolong recognize each other. Because they went to the same school, which is called the South Transformation Preschool. Um, Not to be confused with, you know, the North Transformation Preschool. Yeah, I never realized that they had known each other previously, but I guess that makes sense, you know? Yeah, you know what else makes sense? Oolong got kicked out of that school for stealing the teacher's panties. (laughs) so stupid. It also explains why Oolong can't really transform properly. He can only transform for the five minutes because he got kicked out of school. He never really learned correctly, you know? Um, Yeah, so there's a whole school of these people that transform, but we never meet any other characters that can do this? Mmm... Nope. 
<laughs> it's a small, it's a small private school. It's very expensive. There was only three people: Oolong, Poir, and the teacher. <laughs> um. So. Also, this is Oolong not how I expect Poir's name to be spelled. Yeah, in um, in some translation, it is like P U hype um P U dash not dash the apostrophe mark A R. But here it's E R H, right? Yeah, I expected it to be spelled P U A R. Yeah, and also like Yamcha, like with the U in there. Yamucha. Yeah, that like that's how they say it in Japanese, but I think in Chinese it's just Yamcha with no U. Um, but whatever. Um, so Oolong's trying to convince Goku to fight Yamcha, and they do fight. Um. We get uh, some pretty some pretty cool artwork like this uh, one on page six, this first panel of the Nyoibo hitting the sword. That's like a pretty iconic shot, especially because it's from the opening theme song of Dragon Ball. That's like a standout <clears throat> shot in there. Um, we see uh, Stick get longer. And uh, because of that, Yamcha is like, where did you get that bow, f- that, that bow staff from, you know? And Goku says his his dead grandfather gave it to him. Is this the first time we get his name? It is, yeah. So he says that his grandfather's name was Son Gohan. And uh, Yamcha says that he was apparently, or he was supposedly a uh, master of martial arts. Like, one of the greatest. And we'll see uh, throughout the series in the beginning that Yamcha, like, seems to know a lot about um, extravagant martial artists. He kind of seems to like know everybody. Just so that. that shit. Yeah, he's on that Twitter feed. Um, so Yamcha says that he can't let his guard down just because Goku looks like a kid if his if he was trained by Gohan, you know. And Goku's response to that is, "I'm hungry." <laughs> so, page eight, we get the absolute classic. Roga Fufu Ken, the fist of the Wolf Fang Gale, or Wolf Fang Wind Fist, as it's put here. Wolf Fang Fist, as we know it. We all we all know what I'm talking about. Uh, Yamcha kicks him. Do you, Adam? Do you know what he's talking about? You know what I'm talking I, about, Adam? I actually have no idea what he's saying. Well, just let me put it this way. Uh, he's saying Roga Fufu Ken. <laughs> I like um, page eight, the bottom. Bottom left, Goku's like rocky spit take. <laughs> nice. But yeah, we see we see the Wolf Fang fist come out, and Yamcha's just fucking slapping the shit, really out slapping of him. the shit out of him. Yeah, exactly. Page nine, you know, we see it end off, and here we get, I guess, our first character flying through mountains. Yeah. All right, page uh, page nine there. And also, is this the only time the Wolf Gang fist actually like works? Mm, I don't think so. We get, we still get Yamcha do being good for a little while, you know. Yeah, at least Yamcha's mm-hmm. useful in Dragon Ball. Pretty much outside he's... of Dragon Ball, he's yeah, he's fucking dead weight. The iconic image of him lying dead in a fucking crater is uh, pretty much sums up his character. Which no, sucks the Dunce the because... Dunce cap is definitely going on that one. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> It sucks, because I really like Yamcha as a character. I like his design and his ability, but he sucks, so. 
Um, so Oolong tries to switch sides once he notices this. He tries he tries to like go onto Yamcha's side there. And uh then he turns into a fly to try to run away. And then Poir turns into a fly swatter. I wrote LOL in my notes. I really that was pretty was, funny. I, I really was LOL. You know what I mean? I really was. Not really. You were um, LLOL. <laughs> I was LL. I was literally laughing out loud. Um, so Oolong has one capsule. He's like, I was saving this for emergencies. He gives that over. Uh, we see Goku laying in the rubble. He's hungry, of course. Um, and then we get the some more John Ken stuff. We get scissors right into the eye. Well, I guess we get paper to the fist. Page 12. Paper to the fist. Scissors to the eye. Or, I'm sorry. Rock to the fist. Scissors to the eye. Paper to the face, baby. And then page 13... The he top smacks panel. him off the top panel. <laughs> yeah. Literally breaking the fourth wall. Yamcha's pretty pissed about that, uh, but Goku is severely drained. He is very hungry. And right as Yamcha goes to make the killing strike, Bulma wakes up, and they lock eyes. Page 14. I love the bottom left. <laughs> the drawing of Yamcha there. Yeah, yeah. Especially compared to the drawing of him right on, right to the right there. <laughs> Um, so Yamcha runs away because we find out that, uh, you know, he's pretty nervous around girls and he gets way too worked up around them. Fucking so ridiculous. He... <laughs> yeah, horrible <laughs> <Yeah>. character trope. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, then the next chapter, Chapter 9, it's nighttime. We've got a big, like, camper with Oolong's name on it. We find out that was what he had in that capsule that he was saving for emergencies. Yeah, uh, so, by the way, he's like, oh, yeah, I was saving it for a special occasion. You yeah. don't think fucking dying in the middle of a desert is a special occasion to pull <laughs> out your fully staffed and fucking stocked with food camper yeah. that can drive you across the fucking desert? I don't know. I don't know. He wasn't really thinking this one through. Clearly not. Um, so Goku is eating, but he's still hungry, I wrote in my notes. So uh, <laughs> I don't really know if that's true, but that's what I wrote. So I guess I guess it's true. It's the written word. Um, I also have written here, Oolong is going to rape Bulma, probably. Yeah, yeah I dude. I have the same thing. Well. <laughs> he's peeping is far too minor. Like, what? What? <laughs> right. So we see, uh, we see Yamcha and Poir are like off. All it's it's nighttime. They're like off in the distance, and they're going to try to infiltrate this camper of theirs. Um, Yamcha's plan is for Poir to turn into Goku or Oolong and learn and uh, lure Bulma away, and then he'll steal the the uh, the capsule. And Goku is explaining to Oolong why they're traveling to find the Dragon Balls and everything. And then Yamcha shows up. And, um... I don't know oh, if I well, can show this, this picture. I just showed it. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can show this picture on a YouTube video. Probably <laughs> so, shouldn't. So, yeah, I guess I forgot to mention Bulma is going to take a shower. And she, like, told, um... She told Ulan to like get her a, a pair of pajamas. Uh, 
or any any like spare clothes he has. So she's in the shower. Yamcha goes to look inside, and she and he looks right into um, the shower window because every shower has a window in it. Um, and we see Bulma's uh, ass and and boobies, if I will say. Um, and Do you guys yeah. want to take turns uh, reading Yamcha's reaction? Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead. I, I can go first. Go. Go 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 All right, how about you, Jesse? <laughs> now I'm just gonna do exactly what you yeah, did. Yeah, I was gonna do exactly that. You, you took the only way you could do this. Kakagi, go No, you can do it like that. Sound like fucking. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know who Psychic Pebbles is, but you sound just like Psychic Pebbles. Oh wow, yeah, that's a name I haven't thought about in a while. He has a um, adult swim show now. You should check it out. Does he? It's oh, hilarious. Wow. It's called Smiling, What's it called? Smiling Friends. It's very funny. Oh, wow. The good for him. The first episode's on uh, AdultSwim.com. Dude, good for him, man. Yeah. I didn't know about this. Dude, it is so fucking funny. Oh, yeah, that's definitely Psychic Pebbles. <laughs> I can tell from the art, you know? Oh, yeah. And his goddamn voice. I don't know how you could be born with such a voice. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's a weird dude. Yeah, funny as fuck though. Oh shit, the guy from uh the kid from Stranger Things. Alright, anyway, sorry, sorry. That's okay. Um so yeah, Yamcha's reaction is is pretty funny. Um then he overhears Goku explaining to Oolong about the Dragon Balls. So Yamcha thinks that if he gets the Dragon Balls, he can wish away his fear of women. The dumbest fucking wish ever. <laughs> well, the you see where this thing. is going, though. There might be a match made in heaven here somewhere in this manga. Until mm. Toriyama decides that Yamcha's a cheater. And then, and then Bulma marries the guy who killed everybody. But, you know, that's, that's for a later day. That's for a later day. Um, we see here on uh, page 8... Goku uh, explaining female anatomy to Oolong. You know, girls don't have peepees and balls. And then he turned the page and Bulma knocks him right on the head, as she often does. Um, what page was that? Page 8 and 9. So Bulma's yelling at Oolong about the, uh, the pajamas, because it's like a little <laughs> tiny pajama suit, like Oolong size, you know? And... Um, then he gives them a drink, like, a with a date rape drug in it, I guess, and it knocks them out. Dude, it's, it's gonna, so fucked up. It's gonna knock them out cold, and, uh, Oolong says that, uh, her, his hands are gonna be all over her or whatever, and, cause she's like, I guess I'm just gonna have to sleep naked, um, do my fucking laundry, please, so that I have some clothes. And then we see Poir turn into a key. Doesn't make sense, but go on. <laughs> Doesn't make any fun. How would he know? How would he know what the fucking you know, key lock would be so that he could turn into this key? Because he's constantly transforming as he enters the keyhole. Yeah, I'm to sure. To fit it perfectly. I'm, I'm sure. It's, it's written in, uh, in the guidebook, Daizenshu 6, actually. So, um. <laughs> Honestly, I... I know you're probably just fucking around, but I feel like you're not. <laughs> no, I, I am. <laughs> um, so, he turns into a key. Oolong goes upstairs to be a fucking creep. 
Uh, Goku is knocked out sleeping, and Par turns into Goku. He looks pretty dumb. Page 12, top left. That's poor Par's Goku. Imagine if that's what Goku actually just looked like. That'd be a... Horrible? That'd be a, that'd be a fun comic. Um, so... He's going upstairs, and Oolong's like, oh, god damn it! how is he awake already? Oolong decides to transform into Bulma, who, again, is just beautiful. <laughs> and, um... So they're both like, let's uh, let's go outside and and take a walk. Like they both don't realize that it's not the real person. I mean, they really both should know by now that they this should. is what either character looks like. They're they're both idiots. <laughs> they're both goddamn idiots. Um, but I like uh, I like when they're going outside, and Poor is like, so Oolong went for a walk, huh? And Oolong's like, you don't have to uh, yell it, you know. I'm <laughs> standing right here. Let's let let's let Yamcha know, of course. So they just like walk out into the wilderness, kind of just distracting each other for as long as they can. Yamcha goes upstairs. Now he he's never seen the Dragon Ball, so he doesn't know like the size of them or anything. So he thinks, oh, maybe they're underneath here. He lifts up the sheet where Bulma's sleeping under, and he's certainly going to be surprised. Then we see Oolong and Poir. Uh, they, you know, reveal the trickery to each other. And Poir's like, oh, God, Yamcha. And then it just cuts to Poir and Yamcha walking back. And Yamcha has boobs for eyes, which is hilarious, in my opinion. I love uh It's I pretty funny thing. how his eyes are drawn, but this weakness is getting old. Like, two chapters in. <laughs> I'm done with it. Yeah, I mean... It is the Sanji nosebleed weakness. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> Can't stand that. Yeah. The bad it's uh, really bad not going to stick around for too long. Yeah, only like another um, tw- 10 chapters. <laughs> which will only take us another three hours to get through. <laughs> no, we're going we're gonna to cut it short. For sure. Uh, we won't be able to cover the whole arc today. Um, but chapter 11... Uh, they get to Frypan Mountain, and it's just this huge mountain that's Oh, chapter on fire. 11? Skipping, Whoa! Uh, skipping a whole chapter here, or what? Oh, shit. Really? Damn. Yeah, okay. chapter 10, chapter dude. Chapter 10. Chapter 10. Wow, you big dumb idiot. I thought you were King, a true Dragon Ball friend. King Dummy over here. I've got a dunce cap on, boys. Um, okay, so chapter 10. Oh, right. It's the next morning. Oolong tells, uh, you know, Bulma that Yamcha tried to rob them and that there might be an outfit upstairs for her to wear, which she really commits to the whole outfit, you know, with the with the bunny ears and everything. She doesn't have to wear that, but she she likes the way she looks. Um, Goku is hungry, of course, as always, and they go to head to Frypan Mountain, but they get cut off because Yamcha is there. And he blows up their goddamn RV. Let me see here. I think, yes. Oh, wait, wait. I'm trying to see if he has a name for this vehicle here. I don't think he does. But he shoots a missile at them. And uh, Bulma's like, oh, that Hawkeye actually came to see us? (laughs) And then page eight, they get blasted right on the side. 
And then page nine, she's like knocked out, but uh, she looks uh, she looks like an Animaniacs character here or something like that. I like you know? how he has a fucking. Not only does he have a bazooka, but he's got a Panzerfaust. He's got like a World War Two era Nazi <laughs> Germany fucking bazooka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I will say Toriyama likes drawing vehicles a lot. So like, you can see the car that he's driving in is like decently detailed and stuff and um some of the other vehicles like the motorcycle we saw before i know toriyama really likes uh drawn vehicles um but goku page 10 top right goku just sticks his tongue out at them and he's gonna fight them and uh, Yamcha tells Poir to hold the gun, which I think is pretty funny because it's like yeah. five times the size of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Goku's like, "Oh, you only beat me yesterday just because I was hungry." So they fight some more, and then bottom of page eleven, we see Goku knocks a tooth right out of Yamcha's mouth. There, good. Um, and then on page twelve. Do you guys think Poir turns into this mirror? Or do you think Yamcha has a mirror on him at all times? He definitely has a mirror on him at all times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be. He just yeah. has a mirror, if, but if I don't was, know. If it was Poir, the, the back side of that mirror would have a face, not the front side. <laughs> so, um, they run away again. And, you know, Oolong thinks that Goku is amazing. Um, And now Yamcha comes up with a new plan. He runs away, but he's still kind of, you know, watching them. And he he comes up with a new plan. And it's just follow them till they have all the Dragon Balls. Then he'll just steal all the Dragon Balls at once. So Yamcha drives up to them and actually, like, says, Oh, I'm sorry, you know, sorry about that. Here's a card. He gives them a card. But little do they know that it has a tracker on it. What? Very smart move here, Yamcha. Very smart. Yeah, fucking Yamcha's plan. He should. He really oh. should have just. He says it. He should have just done this shit from the this, fucking start. This car <laughs> that they give him, or this car that Yamcha gives them, is an actual car too, like a real world car. Really? That that Scorpion brand, the real car. Oh. On the front of it. If you if you Google uh I think it's called a a Barth A B A R T H. It's a real car. I'll show uh, an actual image here. It kinda looks like this fucking car. Hmm. A Barth. Oh you know what? Yeah, I am from I have seen this before. It literally Remember I'm the- I'm saying I'm I'm literally showing like an image that looks exactly like the card that <laughs> he gave them. Yeah, like I like I said, he he really likes drawn vehicles, so that's no surprise. I know he also was really into uh, like model cars. So, um, do you remember that episode of Family Matters where Steve Urkel gets that little? I think it's a BMW, but like it's so small that the front of the car is like the door. It's like it's just like one door. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, nope classic episode of family matters guys you gotta you gotta be on this come on sorry buddy it's okay it's okay 
Um, so page uh, chapter 11. Now, for real this time, guys, they get to Fry Pan Mountain. What? And it is just on fire. It reminds me of, um, like, any page you really look at here, like page three, top top left, the fire. Reminds me of fire I used to draw as, like, a kid. You know, like, do you guys ever draw fire when you were young? I feel like my All fire is exactly like that. <laughs> All the time. My parents come to my room. They'd be like, again with the fire, Adam. Can you draw anything else? You're disturbed, Adam. <laughs> You'll what never be good do? enough. It's like, I just want to be known for my fire. Ma, <laughs> pa. And they'd fucking, they'd fucking, you know, handcuff me to the radiator in the basement, feed me nothing but lard. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That was my punishment for drawing fire all the time. So, so in this chapter, I just want to say, like, you know, on page three and everything, uh, she's almost like, oh, he's Gumao, and Oolong's telling her. And he's like, oh, anybody who gets near that mountain is also going to end up like this. And she's like, they're killed? And it's like, yeah, no shit. They're going to fucking die. The entire mountain's on fire. Nonstop. <laughs> ceaselessly. Yeah. People oh. people die when they're killed. Yeah, dude. Yeah, for someone so who's, a, who's smart enough to fucking what did what did she make at the beginning? Oh, the the dragon radar. You would <laughs> think you know common sense would also be there, but <laughs> no, not Bulma. Everything gets so, past her. <laughs> I also really like uh, Oolong backing out on page four. I think that's really funny for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're talking about how the sixth ball is probably in the castle at the top of the the fiery mountain. Oolong backs away, like Evans talking about, not even using his mirrors, just sticking his head out the window. Uh, Balma uses the PP candy again, which, by the way, only lasts for a month. That's like a that's like a note in the. Uh, in the first chapter, it oh, shows up in only a month. Oh. Only a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually wrote down in my notes here, like, how the fuck long does this shit work? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only a There's month. a note about it. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Oolong is shitting his fucking brains out again. Just hilarious comedy over here from the pen of Toriyama. And then we've got uh, Yamcha using this huge ass '80s car antenna to like. Get the information of what's going on. I didn't even notice that. That's funny. <laughs> and uh, he's just listening in, I guess. Yeah, he's listening in. He hears about Gumao, which means uh, demon king, demon ox king, or demon cow king, whatever. Ox king is what he's called in the uh, the English version. That's how I know him, the ox king. <laughs> That's pretty much exactly what his name means. The, um, the famed fighter, ox king, who was Muten Roshi's disciple, famed right. fighter that everyone knows that he's a fighter because he fights a lot. Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's afraid of him. Yeah, so Yamcha knows martial artists. He knows everything about He's read Wikipedia pages about martial artists. He knows Gubao and Son Gohan were disciples of a man named Muten Roshi, which means like heavenly martial arts master. Again, it's not a actual name, it's a title, like yeah. Kame Senen. Mm -hmm. Um 
so <laughs> so yeah, he does. He doesn't really have a name. What? What's the? <laughs> no, you're like, you're like, oh yeah, it's a title like Kame Sen in Wink Wink. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's just that because um, you know we know him as Master Roshi, but like that's, he doesn't really have a name. He just has a title. He has two titles. And uh, there's a, quite a few characters like that, actually. Um, so, um, yeah, so there's that. So then over by Yamcha, they hear a scream, and we see a little girl running away from a dinosaur, page six at the bottom. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see her again. She's probably friends with the bear with a mohawk. <laughs> that um, makes sense. But Dude, she page... fucking kills this thing. Oh yeah, page seven. She just fucking throws her like blade on top of her <laughs> helmet, cuts this fucker's head off, <clears throat> and then she's like, "Not good enough." And then <laughs> she just beams it and blows it <laughs> to smithereens completely. Yamcha's um... reaction to this was legitimately my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how on page nine he's got his one. He's got like one tooth. So it's like he he on the last page on the last chapter he lost a tooth now he has only one tooth that's um it's like poetry you know it rhymes why did <laughs> she attack him why did she attack Yamcha it makes no, he goes hello and she goes out of the frying pan and into the fire and fucking tries to to <laughs> kill him yep yep and he's not having that so he knocks her out he explains to Poir that he's kind of don't blame you know, him. He's not into little girls, so, uh, you know, he's not afraid of her. Yeah, of course, because I'm not a lolly. Are you fucking kidding me with these translations right now? <laughs> yeah, what that's certainly, I think that's certainly a, oh, uh, no. a fan translation. No, Toriyama <laughs> absolutely wrote that. Don't fucking lie, Jesse. Toriyama <laughs> absolutely wrote Yamcha's not a lolly. <laughs> I, think in the, I think in the anime, he literally just says, like, I'm not into little girls. Like, that's the translation. Cause the um no wrong. Yeah. He oh, says shit. I'm not oh, a lolly. Oh shit, you're right. Fuck me. God damn. Sorry. <laughs> I'm spreading. I'm spreading false information over here. Um, but yeah, it comes back. It goes back to uh, to Goku and them, and um, Bulma tells Goku to take the Nimbus up to the castle, and he goes up there, but it's too hot to land. And, oh blame uh, him. Oh, yeah, it's funny, too, because um, Oolong's like, you know, be, try to be quiet. And he's like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yelling. And um, so then we see, like, this big-ass shadowy figure on page 12 in the bottom left. And uh, he hurls an axe on page 13. I like the way the axe is drawn there. It looks pretty cool. I like the way Ox King's drawn. Yeah, yeah, he certainly doesn't look like this in the uh, Z era of Dragon Ball. Not at um, all. <laughs> oh, he looks like a fucking chump. That's where yeah. Gohan, I think that's where Gohan gets it from. Hmm, interesting. That's what, from being a chump? Being such a chump when he gets older. That makes sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, page 13, we see the Ox King. Pretty cool, like like Evan said. Uh, Bulma has some funny reaction shots in both panels on yeah. On this page. Also, Oolong's face up there. You can't see his mouth. <laughs> you just see his eyes and his nose. Like, yeah. Why does she still dress as a Playboy bunny? Like, why didn't she just uh, change? Oh, yeah. Just it, change? 
it is said that uh you know Ulan couldn't do the laundry because he was up all night watching out for uh for Yamcha but uh, uh, I'm not gonna as lie. someone who does laundry you can run that in the background while you do something else yeah <laughs> i was going to say even if i didn't do the laundry i would choose my the clothes that i wore the day before over the yeah. boy bunny suit for the next couple of days because it's not like she just yeah. wears this for the day this, ha- this like goes for a couple of days yeah well like dude. well like i said uh yeah she really commits by keeping the the ears on she doesn't even have to wear that part but she's like well i'm not gonna have a tail and not have ears yeah right. uh <laughs> but it's it, it's again it's insane foreshadowing for the chapters to come right? oh my god i guess <laughs> i guess so uh so so uh Gimo is is there and he's talking to them about you know you're you're gonna steal my treasure i'm gonna fucking kill you i'm gonna chop you up and eat you uh i i don't know if that's a fan translation thing or if that's toriyama again but you know it's what he says so um but then and then uh they're like no no we're not doing that we're just passing through and then goku swoops in hey it's too hot to go break into that castle (laughs) (laughs) um and then on the last page here um goku you know he gets down there and he's like oh who are you to to ox king and the ox king's like wait a minute is that the flying nimbus and he's like yeah i got it from this old man master roshi like is that the loop-de-loop cloud and he's like (laughs) he's like wait a minute (laughs) kame sendin muten roshi so now we know that that's the same person who oh, would have thought. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, my mind. And, and uh, he says, you know, do you happen to know where he's living? And then the narration here says, uh, not only was Kame Senen Gumao's master, uh, but also a super talented martial artist as well. What will happen next? And um, that is the end of volume one. Mm. We read two volumes, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, not keep everybody here for another four fucking hours and say we'll call it there. And we'll do the other other half next time. Okay. Next time on Dragon Ball. Next time. And Mangaki no Sukai. Yeah, but um yeah, I mean we were goofing off a bunch. Uh but I certainly I'll certainly try to speed things up, you know. But I'm also nerding out on trivial small shit about the series, so um but yeah, I hope you guys had fun. I hope everybody listening had fun. That's gonna be it. Next week we're going to be doing another episode one. Why don't you tell us about that, Adam? Next time on Mangaki no Sukai, we are abandoning Dragon Ball. That's the end of the Dragon Ball series. Uh, we're done with it. No more. <laughs> Thank God. Now, we're going to be covering One Piece, the first seven chapters, which is the first arc in One Piece. It is called Romance Dawn. Is uh pretty short, but the first episode's pretty or the first episode, the first chapter is pretty beefy. It's like pretty much two chapters. Uh I we could have done chapters one through twenty-one, which would have covered the first two volumes, but I just feel like we'd end up with a really, really long episode. 
for sure. Uh, mm, that's never happened before. <laughs> yeah. It's not like all of our episodes aren't really fucking long, but uh, I just figured I the way I want to do One Piece is literally just covering the arcs and one and the the first couple of arcs are kind of short. I don't think any of them are even like close to 15 chapters. Like maybe one of them's like 12 or 13 chapters uh until we get to like Baratier and that stuff. But yeah, so we're going to be covering the first seven chapters, which is Romance Dawn, just a nice little introduction into the series. So I'll be covering that as the host and be uh, bringing these two along with me. Cool. Very excited. I'm very, very excited. excited. Yeah, I'm excited that, to get into that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll also be getting back into Kingdom the week after that, too. So right, we're not it'll just, be fun. We're not just yes, Kingdom. And then you know, Evan will be taking us through Kingdom, obviously, as he has been. Yep, um, yep. I yes. can't wait. I think uh, you know it's nice that we're gonna have, you know, One Piece and King- and Dragon Ball being a bit more on the comedy side of things, at least at the beginning with One Piece, uh, and uh, having a more serious, more detailed uh, manga like Kingdom. So, just want to you know spread the love to a bit more instead of just doing one series as it is. For sure. But uh, Jesse, you could take us out. Hell yeah. See ya. No. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. I'm excited to be doing all these series now. Very excited. Meet us next week for One Piece. Thank you for being here. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Love y'all. Bye-bye.